sense. But yeah. as The Last Jedi is concerned, I did err on more of the side of liking it than not liking it. Yeah. Now, I was reading an article the other day. I think it was from IGN, mm-hmm. maybe. I did, which it was... I, when I decided I wanted to go see this movie, I wanted to go in blind, but mm-hmm. I read the IGN review, and I'm afraid that colored my okay. take on it a little bit because I, I really wish I'd gone <coughs> in blind with no reviews in mind and could have formulated my own opinion. But... Yeah, that didn't happen. Well, um, I can't. Inter- I have no self control. The interview that I read, it was one with uh, Mark Hamill, uh-huh. and um, you know, everybody super excited. Hype mm-hmm. is real with um, yeah. emo Luke, Luke. Yeah, he was only at the end of Force Awakens for like thirty seconds. So what's he going? What's he been up to? What's yeah, he I mean, he looked super pissed off. everybody to catch all podcast i am parker i got adam across from me as usual and the boy wonder of producing matthew what's up this little guy i didn't get to say hey no you didn't um we got a full house today i'm very excited we got for the first time brandon holmes what's up parker there we go we got brandon votaw yeah buddy so it's going to be very interesting hopefully we'll keep that straight i think voices are distinct enough that people will be able to tell you apart and yeah i think so very excited my lovely fiance. Emily. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love that was it. all she will say for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so to start off, we do a little segment called Catch Up. But uh, feel free to just tell us a little bit about yourselves so the audience can know who you is. Who you is? Brandon, we'll start with you. Brandon Holmes. We'll start with you. Oh. 24, uh, work for Verizon across the street. Um, yeah. Hello, my name Georgia. is Brandon. Yeah, hello, my name is Brandon. Uh, Hi, Brandon. Hey, buddy. <laughs> so, just working in the cell phone world. Um, okay. A little bit of nerd. Love, okay. love phones and things like that. I'm, I'm glad that you brought up the Verizon thing, because I want to ask you that, about that iPhone battery thing here in a minute. Okay. Um, Brandon Votaw, go over to you. Hey, my name is Brandon Votaw. I'm 29 years old. I'm Hi, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Taylor Swift. I love jamming out to One Direction in my free time. And I Surfing for the, the sunrise. Um, yeah. I was actually at the gym yesterday, and Taylor Swift. I listened to the new Taylor Swift album. That was oh. my go-to gym album. Uh-huh. <laughs> I enjoy working out, but I also enjoy, you know, reminding the world that this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, third time. I'm just kidding. Uh, what, do you mind saying a little bit what you do like uh, as a career? Because I find that really interesting. Um, so I am currently, I do rigging and electrical work on TV shows and movies. So I, <coughs> I transitioned recently and I'm a dimmer tech. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like an IT guy, I guess, for the lights. So my whole thing is I run cat cable, cat five, across a whole set, create a network, and interlace all the lights so that I can sit on a board and turn and change color and dim lights and trigger them and write effects and do stuff like that. Nice. So, yes, I'm currently working on a fun-filled superhero TV show that I can't go into too much until it airs next month. Mm-hmm. Nice. What's the most recent thing that you can say that you've worked on? <coughs> um, I did Fast and Furious 8. Okay. Nice. So I worked on that. Um, I worked on 
the new Marvel movie Black Panther, which will be coming out in nice. a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And then I did work on a undisclosed <coughs> Legendary Pictures movie. Cool. Um, yeah, we've been trying to get Brandon on the show for a long time, but it's just scheduling and stuff is kind of yeah. hard. So we were talking earlier. Hopefully, you said you had free time in February again, right? Um, the Ish. show wraps in February, <coughs> so March mm-hmm. when that wraps, mm-hmm. I'll come on after Black Panthers come out. Yeah, sweet. Because we also yeah. superhero. Yeah, he br- he brought up that Black Black Panther right, comes out in February, right? Yeah. February. So after that comes out, we can talk about like Marvel versus DC yes. and stuff, which I've been wanting to do for a while. I yeah, think that'll be fun. I think that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Emily has transitioned to the floor, so I don't know if you'll be already. Very quietly, yeah. Very, she didn't very, make a single noise. Yeah, so. just slipped right down. Got <laughs> 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 really awkward. <laughs> Emily, tell us a little bit about yourself. No, no. no. Okay, pass. No, she's not feeling it. All right, Adam, you been up to anything this week? Yeah, man, just working. Or past two weeks, I guess, because we took Christmas off. Oh yeah, did you have a good Christmas? It was, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, that was good. We got yeah. a lot of we got a lot of house stuff, which was nice. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just working, staying busy. Uh, sold a car yesterday. I sold two cars today. Oh, nice. Oh, thank you. What about that? Um, so what happened with that commission on that hybrid? Is that like taken care of or? Uh, yeah, we got it figured out. Um, okay. Come to find out, I sold a car yesterday, and this lady came up and um, she wanted like a midsize SUV. But they are all like way over her budget. So her husband sent her a picture of this Kia Optima hybrid that we have. And I didn't expect her to like it, but I was like, I mean, I ain't got anything else to do. So I took her out there and showed it to her. And she said she wanted to drive it. So we took it on a test drive, drove perfectly fine, cranked up like that. And she loved it. So she brought her husband back later. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> her husband liked it, agreed on numbers. They go in to fill out the paperwork. Mm-hmm. And I go up to pick it up from cleanup. Didn't crank. Come to find out, the battery was dead in a hybrid. Yeah, you don't want that <laughs> at all. Because, I mean, they only rely 50% on hybrids. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we had to get all that crap figured out. So, mm-hmm. it was a terrible start to the, the day this morning. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. But other than that, just same old, same old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How was your Christmas? It was great. Yeah. Um, got a lot of clothes, a lot of socks. I think I got nearly 30 pairs of socks. I'm not kidding. Are they smart wools? Huh? Are they smart wools? I don't know. Oh. The, the ones I'm wearing now, I think, are funky socks. Mm-hmm. They're just stripes. These are smart wools, and I really like them because they're like that merino wool, and they're the most comfortable pairs of socks. Mm-hmm. Told me about mm-hmm. them. Yeah, and they get my feet to dry because my feet sweat so much. Got the cotton socks are terrible. I just feel like I'm walking in a puddle by the end of the day. That's disgusting. It's pretty yeah, awful. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. So... Sweet, yeah. sweet, yeah. You want to go and catch yourself? Uh, yeah, so uh, house stuff, you know, Ooh. hanging out at the house. Uh, Emily and I went out Pokemon hunting today. Fought a, fought a Groudon. <laughs> nice. I nice. caught it, Emily didn't. God rest her soul. Mm. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> uh, we we did. Seven. What's that? My brother has seven of those. Seven? So that was that my... That was mine, right? Uh, like Wesley has... <laughs> he had like six or seven, something like that. Um, that was my second one. And... I don't know where I was going with that. It was my second Groudon. But uh, 
No, it was fun. It, it was just completely random, too, because uh, the kid that Emily watches wanted to go out and Pokemon hunt, so I, <laughs> I grabbed... My mom and dad got a new puppy, so I grabbed uh, Sterling oh, nice. and took him with me, and then we went out and Pokemon hunted for a little bit. We were doing a loop around the graveyard and noticed that a bunch of people were out there, so we stopped and fought it and then left in, like, the span of five minutes. Nice. So it was, it was very random, which is the first time that we've done one just kind of, like, off the cusp. Right. Because normally it's just trying to get those <laughs> things set up so much that it's a real pain in the neck. You said the graveyard? Mm-hmm. Do a lot of people still go out there? That's literally where we found the raid group, so yes. Well, I mean, I didn't know if, like, as many people went out there as, like, they did when Pokemon Go first came out. I don't know. I oh, oh, okay. Not, it's not like floods of people like it was. Yeah. Well, that's what I was asking. Mm-hmm. Brandon, you said you picked it back up recently there, didn't you? Yeah, I saw a random was like, oh, cool, look at all this. So mm-hmm. I mainly do, <laughs> the best is when I go running. So I go run the belt line because I live in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I'll go run the belt line and hatch those like eggs. Five mile run. <laughs> so I'll hatch like seven or eight eggs. Mm-hmm. And nice. by the end of it, because I have a Go Plus, mm-hmm. I'll have caught like 60 to 70 Pokemon. No, sweet. And nice. re rated up. Like, I just recently had to go through because I have. I've had to actually play normally because mm-hmm. right now I have 160 great balls mm-hmm. and 195 ultra balls. Oh, damn. And, and the Go Plus else. only throws normal and it balls. It only throws normal Pokeballs. So I had to like, <clears> just <throat> go through. I was like, oh, cool, a Zigzagoon. Ultra ball. <laughs> so I think I'm down to 70 and 90 or something like that, but still ridiculous mm-hmm. amount. Yeah, the, the kid Emily watches, she was letting him catch Pokemon today for, and he burned through all of her balls, everything. Oh, no. All the Ultra Balls. Emily said, don't throw the yellow ones. No, the yellow balls no. left. They're all gone. It's fun. Gen 3, have you been playing any lately? Honestly, no. Oh, okay. I haven't. Because they're slowly releasing Gen 3, which is fun, so gradually... All, the rest of them got released right before Christmas. Okay. Yeah, yeah so it, it's, it's, it's fun. A lot of new stuff to be catching and stuff yeah mm-hmm. cool. you, you get into it adam it's fun I, i'll it's think nice, about it nice little uh time waster i mean i've still got it on my phone mm-hmm. there's a gym at work which is nice because i've gold gold badged that gym mm-hmm. which is nice having a gym right there yeah the church is a pokestop that's kind of nice yeah i suppose so i suppose yeah. so uh so yeah we're a catch-all podcast you can find us on facebook instagram all that social media stuff go to itunes throw us a subscribe and a rating that'd be great and if you really enjoy the show head over to patreon and throw us a couple bucks we got some tiers set up now so it's a little bit more official over at patreon so if you were hesitant before feel free now so we're slowly getting there we're slowly getting there slowly but surely we got plans mm-hmm. um big plans emily emily knows big plans we got a thing coming up at the beginning of the year which i'm really <laughs> excited about that video series that we had mentioned before about the yes. build of that 150 gallon aquarium that i'm super excited about I'm so excited. I understand. <laughs> Me too. I'm so excited. I'm actually kind of excited. Yeah, it's, Emily's. It's, it's going to be cool. You may be seeing point. Emily in some videos. She's going to be helping us build it. And I'm going <laughs> to drag. Picking out a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she's picking out a bunch of stuff, and Adam's going to be drug along for the process. No, I'll be there. You don't have to drag me. Okay. First yeah. steps getting the foundation in our house actually supported properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be important. Yeah. I, who knows? I may end up getting another aquarium, failing miserably. You yeah. had one. Yeah, he, he had, had two. He had a um a saltwater that had a pair of clowns in no, it. No, I had three. Did you? I have had a little betta fish aquarium. In oh, that, that Adam, <laughs> that, that doesn't count. count. But no, I, <coughs> she knows doesn't count. Huh? Uh, okay, it was like half. You don't have to feed them for like six months. I know that, that's that's why I la- somehow I had it for about three weeks and it died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I just poured it in the water one day and he like I guess he hit his head or something. He just it was sad, man. Wow, it was bad. So you had that that salt water. I remember that. I remember that one specifically. Mm-hmm. But the, what was the other one that you had? That uh, was it was a, a freshwater. Freshwater. Um, 
And I remember when I first got it, I wanted to put sand in it. Mm -hmm. And my granddad's really big into aquariums. Mm -hmm. And he kept telling me that sand wouldn't work. It would never settle. It would just be foggy. And I told him, I said, no, you're wrong. And um, it took about... boy Parker knows about aquariums? I I didn't, but... Mm. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. So um, it took it about two and a half, three weeks for all the sand to finally settle. Mm -hmm. And then I just ordered a bunch of plants and... There you go. Okay. I think I had a bunch of... There were a couple of tetras in there. Mm -hmm. um, Some shrimp. Mm-hmm. And what else did I have? Mystery crabs? Mystery crabs? Mystery, crabs? Yeah. mystery snails. Snails. Mystery snails. snails. Yeah. You and should do it again. They're very, I mean, they're very rewarding. I mean, if you don't know what the crabs you are, they are mystery crabs. <laughs> 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 ain't wrong. <laughs> 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 they're technically mystery crabs. So it could have been a mystery crab. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, Brandon Holmes, since we have you here and you're in the know on cell phones. Correct. Uh, give us the lowdown about this iPhone battery situation, because Adam and I talked about this a few weeks ago, about how I was poo-pooing his idea about how Apple slows down phones. I was like, nah, that's just a conspiracy theory. They don't do that. He always poo-poos my ideas. Well, Apple <laughs> came out and substantiated or acknowledged the claim that they actually do throttle the performance of phones due to like failing battery. Absolutely. So um, what I've come to notice or what I've researched and read is that... um. These phones, once the battery life seems to be um, not up to Apple standards, mm-hmm. they um, start to uh, drain the performance of the processors, mm-hmm. kind of slowing your phones down, and it's supposed to help with the battery life. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of people are upset because they never gave Apple the um, the permission to slow their phone mm-hmm. down. It, it just wasn't um, pointed out in the terms of use or terms right, of Right, but or honestly, how many of us have ever read the terms and mm-hmm. conditions? I've seen that South Park episode. I know how it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not just that, too. It's the fact of, like, it's not meant as a... The main issue, like you said, is that they do it to preserve your battery life. Right. So the, it, the point isn't where a lot of people assume, oh, Apple's doing this to slow my phone. Mm-hmm. Apple's actually trying to do it to prolong the life of your phone. Absolutely. And a longer life just means a slower, slightly slower processor. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Apple even says if you um, if you replace the battery, it'll fix it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just kind of... One, it's also, people realize, too, every time a new iOS comes out... Mm-hmm. If I've got a better chip in my phone, to utilize that, you've got to do the performance. Well, with a lower chip phone, it's going to not be able to perform, perform well. it the same. Yeah, I mean, when they're releasing a new software update, of course, they're going to optimize to, like, the newest chipset or whatever. Absolutely. And that's where a lot of the issue also comes in, because if you hear people complain about it, mm-hmm. it's always right around the time a new iOS comes out. Mm-hmm. Yes, with the new phone. And they go, oh, they do it on purpose. Well, it kind of, but you upgraded to the new iOS is running off of the newest chip. Mm-hmm. So let's think about this. Yes, they may be doing it, but it's <clears> because would you rather have that or would you rather your new phone not really be utilizing itself up to its core? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not for the intentions people are making it out to be. So you don't think it's as nefarious mm-hmm. as like, oh, we're going to get you to upgrade sooner and blah, blah, No, blah. I mean... It's like Facebook spying on you using the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. 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 Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Here we go, Adam. Adam, oh, lay it out. Lay it out, Adam. Dude, all right, Let's talk so about it. My parents got an Amazon Echo yeah. Plus for Christmas. Yeah. Yes. And um, I watched a video on Facebook. Of course, it was Facebook. And somebody asked. I watched a Facebook video. Of course, it was. Never mind. You just worried. Really sorry. Long. Sorry. I'm really tired. Um, Put and they more asked, PDR in you, boy. I'm working on it, okay? And. Uh, excuse me. Okay. Sorry. You're distracting me. That's nasty. Um, anyways, where was I? Oh, I watched a video on Facebook. <laughs> And this guy asked Alexa if, um, one, if Alexa would lie to him. 
And Alexa said no. And then he said, do you work for the CIA? And she restarted. Well... <laughs> I asked Alexa. You want to know exactly what that is? If I was a programmer programming Alexa, I guarantee this was like, dude, I got the greatest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> everyone thinks that we're spying on them. I'm gonna have. What if we pick one of the things? And he told like probably a higher up boss, and everyone like go yeah, for it. Like, dude, this is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> and that's where it's hit. like, well, because I've done research on this. I've like listened to Reply All, which is my favorite podcast mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Right behind Catch All podcast. In one of the. Uh, <laughs> You know, one day, you know, you know, one day, you guys catch all, yeah. and then when you finish catching all, reply to them. Yes, you know? yeah, we'll catch You're up to them eventually. Exactly. I'm on fire. <laughs> but um, they did one on it, just talking about the whole like perception of them listening, and it's like because people like to come up with an ID, even though it isn't always true. We like to come up with a simple idea because we don't fully understand it. That's the simple idea yeah. is that. Apple is slowing my phone until you do the research. You go, okay, maybe Apple isn't right. purposely slowing my phone. But it's the mm-hmm. same concept of yeah. we like to come like, and then you learn. You're like, all right, that actually is a little insane if you think about it. It's like conspiracy theories as a whole. People like to think they're on the inside of something. Yeah. Well, like that, there's also like statistics that if you believe one conspiracy, you are more likely mm-hmm. to believe a lot. And it's that whole mm-hmm. thing. Like a lot of the people that believe in flat Earth also believe in quite a few other conspiracies. Because once you start questioning one ob- object. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really easy to start questioning everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I can't see the curvature of the Earth, so... What My favorite is that, get up, get up high enough, is that they don't I'm believe kidding. that any other planet is, is flat. Like, if you yeah. ask them, no, Mars is round because it can be perceived as round. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, and where does gravity come from? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. It's a myth, excuse me. <laughs> it's ethereal, right? <laughs> Theories aren't proven. Well, Adam, did you have a little something you want to talk about? The uh, Falcon 9 Oh, yeah. Um, Did you read up on that? I mean, I watched a little (laughs) bit of the launch around the time it was happening. It was a few minutes after it had already launched or something. Yeah, I didn't, like, watch the launch or anything, but I just... I think it's exciting. SpaceX Mm -hmm. sent Falcon 9, which is one of their rockets they had been working on for Mm -hmm. a long time now. Mm -hmm. And um, they just sent it up in space. Is that the same as the BFR? No. I think it's smaller than BFR. Okay. But uh, they just sent it into space, put it into orbit. Mm-hmm. It's exciting, <laughs> and um, I'm following Elon Musk. Do you on... know the reasoning behind like why they did this launch? Was it to put like uh, low Earth orbit satellites up? Is that what he was doing? I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very loosely watching this. I was not paying very, yeah, much, I, very close attention. Um, now he did post, you know, the <clears throat> Tesla Roadster. Mm-hmm. I did see. I saw the picture of him shooting one of those off into space, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it just it cracks me up. I feel like he does things just because he he's a billionaire and he can. Mm-hmm. Because he's Tony Stark. He's yeah, of course. He's absolutely. <laughs> why not? I, as I've grown to like Elon Musk more, going back and watching Iron Man two, where he pops his head up and is like, "Hey, Tony, I got this idea for a rocket." He's like, "Will you give us the idea? We'll make it work." And I thought, oh, "Man, I love Elon <laughs> Musk so much." I do too. He's such a he's such a swell fella. Yeah. But do you have anything else on the Falcon Nine rocket? Not really. Okay. Well, that was very entertaining, Adam. Thank you very much for bringing that to the table. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think Matthew. All right, our tech guy's dying. How are our levels doing, Matthew? We all seem to be doing good. Okay. <coughs> Sorry. Okay, no more. Hold on. No, no more beer. No more beer. Um. So. Was it last week? Week before last? When what? did Star Wars come out? I think last the week. The week before last. Week before. So it's two oh, weeks. Yeah, We've all seen Star Wars, Wars by this point. So yeah. we're going to go deep into Star Wars spoilers. And I'm very excited to get other people's opinions on it. 
So let's uh, throw a little dang transition noise in here and then we'll get into it. How about that? Alrighty. In like a stasis until the name is called and then it is just the a microphone's always on. Yeah. So theoretically it could be. But yeah, there's it's in like a low power listening mode and then there's it's like an triggered. interesting podcast called Hackable that talks uh-huh. all about stuff. I've heard of Hackable. Hackable's great. Isn't it a YouTube channel too? I think I don't it is. No, this one is a Gimlet Media partially like a like they do like a advertisers can one of their cool concepts they do is they do advertisers pay and then mm-hmm. they will write a podcast like it's like Tinder has one called DTR, which is one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's so great listening to it. But called DTR, and then they have like one by eBay, and it's about like buying and selling and starting your own business. And Hackable, nice. the concept is they take scenarios from TV shows mm-hmm. and talk about them. Oh. So like one of them is like the I ro- like on uh, Mr. Robot where he like steals all the information from from like a cafe. Mm-hmm. He then brings a pineapple into a coffee shop and tries to do it. What? Yeah. And like actually, or allow some guy to hack in, so they were able to hack an Alexa using low frequency sound waves that are unrecognizable to the human ear. Oh man! And so like they played a recording, you couldn't hear anything, and then Alexa responds with the weather and everything. Why? Because it picks up sound waves. You have to have like super, but you have to like super expensive high tech speakers that can actually send it. So like the audio file wouldn't work in your phone because it doesn't transmit in those low Mm -hmm. frequencies. That's crazy. Oh man, that's so interesting. So yeah, they we just take like hackable stuff. I'm like, is this really hackable? And then they go off. That's crazy. All right, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Um, but yeah, dude, it freaked me out. Like, I'm not kidding. It just, I mean, when I asked if she worked for the CIA, yeah. she said, "I'm sorry, I have software updates." And then she restarted. Yeah. I think it's great, but I think, but at the same time, but it's it's if gotta be. If I a was a programmer, I would 100 percent. Yeah, no, I yeah. Know, because I'm like, oh, this will be hilarious. <laughs> just, <laughs> just to mess with idiots like me. So. <laughs> Especially because at that point, I guarantee you when they were doing that, they're like, there's probably conspiracies about them, and they're like, it's, yeah, yeah. Like, making fun and laughing at all of us. Yeah, folks. man, absolutely. Um, okay, so Star Wars. I figured we can go around the table real quick, real, 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 quick. real quick, and get kind of like where you stand on Star Wars, like how much of a fan you are, because I think there's enough different opinions where we'll get some really cool um, conversation going, so... Adam, why don't you get us started? Then we'll do like a, a brief little overview of what we all thought about it and then maybe go character by character and just kind of work our way through it. And then if anything else you want to talk about, like theories or anything okay. like that, we'll knock it out. And then be done. All right. Now, are you talking about Star Wars in a whole? Or Star Wars as a whole. Like what what frames your Star Wars I, I love it. Um, all, all Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Okay. Um, I mean, of course, four, did five, you start? Did you? I mean, I assume you started original trilogy as you were young. Watched the prequels. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Okay. I remember when I was a little kid going to see the uh, the Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. and I mean, I was god like six or seven when it came out, mm-hmm. and naturally Jar Jar, just because I was a little kid and I love the the goofy character in there. Mm-hmm. Jar Jar. But yeah, George um, Lucas set out what he accomplished to do, or yeah. accomplished what he set out to do. I said that backwards. Yeah. But yeah. And um, but yeah, I just kind of grew up loving it, mm-hmm. and um. I remember no, but I do remember before my um, aunt and uncle. I watched A New Hope mm-hmm. with them and Kelby, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think that's where it kind of started. Okay. But I mean, now I don't really go super in depth. It's not with super theories, nerdy. Like what you never read like the expanded universe books no. or anything like that. Okay, you mean the non-canon books? The, the legends. <laughs> All right. They're legends now. <laughs> but you did. Brandon Holmes, tell us a little bit about your uh, Star Wars Man, back I- story. I thoroughly enjoy Star Wars. The whole um, plot, everything that it has, mm-hmm. 
think it's beautiful. Um, I think that it's open for everybody to enjoy. Mm -hmm. It's um, from kids to adults. It's just it's well plotted. Mm -hmm. So um, the original trilogy you like, the prequels you like, or how uh, do you stand on the prequels? One was okay. I believe it's two that I kind of enjoyed, and three I was a little, little lost on. But mm -hmm. I mean, that was just me. Mm -hmm. Really enjoy uh, four, five, and six, and then the new one was awesome. <laughs> okay, so so what did you think about Force Awakens overall? Just good. Oh yeah, up? absolutely. Okay, Brandon Votaw. Um, I mean, I enjoy Star Wars. I wouldn't say I am a giant fan mm -hmm. of Star Wars. Like I've seen all the movies. Mm -hmm. I've like I haven't gone crazy into. I mean, thinking maybe in high school, I read mm -hmm. one of the. I bought like randomly a Star Wars book, and it was all about like. Han Solo and like some of his stuff, but I was never like crazy. Mm -hmm. I did enjoy like the Kotar on Xbox. Okay, Kotar one and two, I played there you those go. Nice. all the time, and I loved that side of it. But I <laughs> wouldn't say I was like crazy Star Wars diehard or like eh, about Star Wars. Uh -huh. So, but I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the movies. I enjoyed them from what they are entertainment. There you go. Walking into me, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is better. It's better fit into my world and reality. Uh huh. <laughs> So I feel like because of that, I can enjoy Star Wars <clears throat> more than some. Okay. All right. Emily, you got anything? <laughs> I mean, they're good. I just started watching them mm -hmm. this past year, mm -hmm. year and a half. So the we first watched three. Was that, was that those? Four, five, six. The original trilogy. Yes, those were good. Mm -hmm. We watched the those prequels. together for the first time, right? Because you hadn't the seen them before that. Yeah. Have you you've seen the prequels? I've seen two of them. Seen two, two of them. Two out of the three, and they were Disney. Do you know which ones they were by any chance? It was probably was the it first. one and two? Yeah. One and, two? One and two. Okay, so you don't care for the prequels. No. <laughs> what do you right. feel about like Force Awakens? Is that the newest? That one? was that was the, the second. One. That was like the the, of the new oh. trilogy. The that was one not one the one we saw two weeks ago. The first one had a driver. Yes, that one was good. I didn't think I would like Rogue One. Mm -hmm. Um, really? what are you doing, Matt? I, <laughs> I loved Rogue One. I did, too. No, no, I loved it. I just, mm -hmm. going into it, I didn't think I would like it. My expectations were definitely lower. Yes. And I think that helped my viewing experience, but coming out of it, I, I mean, I was riding that train hard. It was very good. It was yeah. a good concept. It was a good way to start off their expanded universe, mm -hmm. because, like they've said, this next movie coming out will be the final Skywalker True, like the Spinal Skywalker saga. Mm -hmm. So you've got you've got to at some point start expanding the universe, and that mm -hmm. was a good way of doing it, not having all the not focused on Jedi, and mm -hmm. also I mean you, you get the cat pretty much all of the best parts of Black Hawk down, and be like let's just make Black Hawk down in space. space, yeah, before then. Okay, so now that we're all kind of on the same page, mm -hmm. what do we think about the Last Jedi? What do you think? I guess we can do the same thing, kind of go around the table, kind of. Give a overview of it a little bit, and then we'll kind of go character by character, and we can just kind of all—I mean, not talk over each other at once, but open up the floor. So, okay. Adam, what'd you think? I loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Now there were a few parts that were kind of anticlimactic. Mm -hmm. they, they could, they could have, they could have been used just a little bit more, and I wish they would have covered. Can I get to the yeah. Okay. We're we're going spoiler starting now. So. Matthew, I'm sorry, buddy. I don't. If he hasn't seen it. So. Oh, well, I, he I, won't remember this. Anyway. I have not seen it. <laughs> yeah, he won't. Here, have that. All right. No, nope. wait, Matthew, I will kill you. Wait. Um, <laughs> all right. I did not like how they killed Snoke so fast. Mm, mm. That was dumb. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, just because. 
supreme leader Snoke mm-hmm. in The Force Awakens, you expect him to be this... He was set up as like a big ominous... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way they set him up in The Force Awakens, you just you picture him to put up a whole lot bigger of a fight, mm-hmm. and then you see uh, Kylo Ren and Rey just, just fighting it down to the death, mm-hmm. and then here comes Kylo Ren just using the Force and chops him in like four or five different pieces. Just two, but okay. I see where you're coming. Uh, technically, he chopped him into... Five pieces. You had both both hands, yeah. body. Oh, dang it! No, no, no. <laughs> I was right. You were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that was that was kind of a disappointment. And then. But speaking about that, like they've also rumored it to where he's able to conquer death. <laughs> Not yet. Say that for the theories part. We'll get there. Um, that depends on who he is. Do what? <laughs> theories. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And um. <laughs> Let me think. What else? Oh, and then that little part about Leia when she gets sucked out of the ship <coughs> into space, mm-hmm. and um, I thought that was where they were going to kill her off because mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher makes you rest in peace. Um, and then she did this little Superman thing with the Force and just kind of like mm-hmm. loop right back into the ship. And that was just strange. If you want to keep taking like t- take some notes at some points, you maybe want to come back to. Okay. Um, I, I would do that, but my phone's on the charge. Yeah, uh, Brandon Holmes. What you got? What do you what do you think about the Last Jedi? Honestly, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite Star Wars movie out. Wow! So of all of them, it was, of all it, of it was your favorite. It was okay, definitely my favorite. Up above Empire. This is absolutely man. They did some. Okay. So. Do you have any anything you want to point out uh, right now, or do you want to save it for? Got to save it for. The okay, save it for three. Mr. Votop. I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. I didn't say I loved it or hated it. It was mm-hmm. a fun, entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The only part that I probably wasn't a big fan of was the whole Legends of the Lost, like the whole Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark mm-hmm. aspect, where Finn has a journey that has zero plot and no point. Just like, mm-hmm. just in case you're not, not sure what's referencing, the whole Indiana Jones. If Indiana Jones didn't exist, Raiders of the Lost Ark would still happen the exact same way. Yes. So if he was not like alive whatsoever the Nazis would have found the Ark taken it to the island opened it up and all died with or without him mm-hmm. and I feel like that was the whole midpoint of Finn's Ark of like let's go send him on an Ark why? I don't know what we're going to do with him <laughs> so let's send him on an Ark where everything he does has zero effect on the story besides the whole lightsaber broom kid at the very end Mm-hmm. Outside of lightsaber broom kid, Light, freaking lightsaber <laughs> broom kid. That was so. What the heck? story arc has zero effect on the plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I thought it was quite enjoyable. Okay, Emily, what you got? I was really excited to see it, uh-huh. and I was very let down. <laughs> <laughs> there were some really good parts, very good scenes, like three, two or three. Uh-huh. But overall, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> Two of the three. So, were the, there were the I forge. don't even remember which three parts. I remember... I really to, fr- to frame this, Emily fell asleep now. in the middle of the I movie. I fell asleep two After different now. times in the middle of the movie. <laughs> I thought I heard I somebody really, snoring. It wasn't me. I didn't snore. <laughs> yeah. But I was really excited about it, and I was very let down. Mm-hmm. Do you think you were let down because you were so excited for it? Or do you think that mm-hmm. had anything to do with it? I don't think that had anything to do with it. I think they just run out of stuff. Mm-hmm. To interest, to make them interesting anymore because they just what, put the same things in it. Penguins? The porks. I did. I, so I read. I read something the other day about how the porks came about. Is that on that island where they were filming, there was just a shit ton of puffins, no. and instead of taking the puffins out of the shots digitally, they replaced oh, them with porks. Stop. <laughs> that is so cute. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, the porks were so cute. Whenever they were, they when were. Chewbacca was getting ready to eat one, mm-hmm. and then you had the three of them sitting there with their little puppy, puppy, and then he, porky, then dog guys. porky dog eyes. God, it was so, oh, they're so cute. <laughs> okay, so now Anyways. that we have kind of like general thoughts about it, uh, I guess what well, my thought, I guess I didn't no, I was say it. I've been dying to think? know if you liked it. Okay, I do like it. I I am very much in the middle of where it its highs are so high, but the lows just really brought it to a drag for me. Like there were some yeah. points where I audibly just groaned. I was like, I can't I can't believe they just did this. That's so irritating. Um, there's a couple in particular that I'm thinking about, which will, that will come to later. But I'm definitely <laughs> on the side more of enjoying it. And I've been wanting to go back and watch the Star Wars again, which I figured we could do together. We should probably do since. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about them. Yes. <laughs> um, going back and watching through them and hopefully framing the new trilogy just because I don't know what their overall plan for this new trilogy is. It doesn't feel like there is an end goal in sight. So I want to go back and watch up till now and see if that frames them a little better for me. Because yeah. I do enjoy them. I just don't know if they know what they're doing, if that makes sense. But yeah. as The Last Jedi is concerned, I did err on more of the side of liking it than not liking it. Yeah. Now, I was reading an article the other day. I think it was from IGN, mm-hmm. maybe. I did, which it was... I, when I decided I wanted to go see this movie, I wanted to go in blind, but mm-hmm. I read the IGN review, and I'm afraid that colored my okay. take on it a little bit because I, I really wish I'd gone <coughs> in blind with no reviews in mind and could have formulated my own opinion. But yeah, that didn't happen. Well, um, I, can't, inter- I have no self-control. The interview that I read... <coughs> It was one with uh, Mark Hamill, uh-huh. and um, you know everybody super excited. Hype mm-hmm. is real with um, yeah. emo Luke. Luke. Yeah, he was only at the end of Force Awakens for like thirty seconds. So what's he going? What's he been up to? What's yeah, he I mean he looked super pissed off. Mm-hmm. And Mark Hamill that stare though. I know it's brutal. Yeah, but Mark Hamill wasn't happy with it. Mm-hmm. And then he said after they were his done with arc of Luke, just how this movie's portrayal of Luke was handled. Yeah, he said the whole thing. And then um, I'd read something else. I think it was today mm-hmm. actually, or yesterday. Um, he said that his opinion on it had completely changed because they gave it more of like a comedic type. I don't know. Well, I think part of the issue was when he first gave that interview, I don't think the final <coughs> film had been finished yet. Mm-hmm. So he was talking like contextually of what he filmed and the script and that. Out of context. Out of yeah. context. So, like, I think that is where, from what I've read a little bit, is the difference after him watching the movie has come out like I was too harsh on it mm-hmm. previously. But I know he did, at the time, say, criticize what they did with Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, I figure now let's uh, open up the floor and just kind of go maybe character by character, start with, like, little minor characters and then kind of work our way up. Okay. And um, feel free... Uh, to start with a character, I figured we could start with Captain Phasma because she was probably in it the least. And, um, yeah, what we thought about her. Which, I mean, I I enjoyed her Boba Fett death. It was mm-hmm. very, like, yeah. I she, felt like, yeah. but at the same time, I felt like they tried to recreate Boba Fett with that's her exactly, character. That's exactly See, that's what I, I was about to say but that. the issue is, and here's my issue, if you go back and watch the trilogy... Boba Fett's a punk. Like, he's not. <laughs> he really is. Look at Boba Fett today as this like BA crazy guy. But if you really go watch the trilogy, like without context of all the other things we've thought about him, mm-hmm. Boba Fett's not that great. Like even if you listen to like old interviews, they no one expected Boba Fett to become the cult hit that he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. And I think that's played a part in Phasma they tried to recreate that with like some cool armor. Mm-hmm. Because I've heard like people complaining that like 
she has really special armor. That's why the blasters reflect off of her. And why don't they just give that armor to all the stormtroopers? But mm-hmm. I understand, like, if you have really specialized armor, you're not going to give it to everyone. It's probably too expensive. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. she probably is kind of trying to make her kind of a BA. But I feel like they did not know how to utilize her character. Right, yeah. And I think that is the major issue. Because if you read... There's actually some really good comics. I'm not sure if you've read the comics. Marvel... No, but I know what you're talking about. Marvel has a whole story arc of it. And Captain Phasma has a story arc between The Force Awakens <laughs> and this one. Mm-hmm. Where... Tells her like how she got out of the trash compactor and all well, that. Well, how she got out of the trash compactor and she's like seen like how did they escape and she's blamed for it. And it's like she dones new armor and mm-hmm. becomes this like... And has to go on a quest to figure out what happened. Like her character's really cool. Mm-hmm. And... If you read that aspect, I think it's good. But other than that, I think, yeah, she was very underutilized for a cool concept of a character. I, I'm going to have to go back and read these comments. I mean, I'm highly intrigued with this. Yeah, they just recently came out. There's a couple <laughs> of them, but yeah. That, up Marvel, now that Disney owns Marvel, yeah. they now have the Marvel-branded Star Wars comics. Oh, and they have a, they yes. have a Phasma comic mm-hmm. out, and it's actually oh. really cool. That's the biggest disservice that I think they did that character is that I don't think there should be, which it's cool that she has her own standalone comic. I just don't think it does the character any good to like, oh, this character in the movie is terrible, but you should go read her comics and find out her backstory and then you can get a greater appreciation for like where she is now. I think the way to write that character is not the best to, in order for her to be in the film is like to have some of that in the movie where you can have an appreciation for the character. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It shouldn't just be about the hardcore fan base having to go read a comic book in order to appreciate what they're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? It, it almost makes me think of how um, in The Force Awakens a lot of people kept saying that they were just trying to recreate a new hope because, you know, Buddy Boy got lost. Mm. Somebody goes out looking for him. Throw in some nostalgia here and there mm. and everybody's in awe and they find... So and so, and I feel like that's what they're. There you go. You didn't there that is. track, you idiot. We're not doing a transition here. Sorry. Stupid. Shut up, Matthew. Love but you. I feel like. But what's funny about that is the same people that I felt complained that that a Force Awakens was too much of a ripoff of New Hope were the same people that complained they didn't like this movie because it was so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think part of that comes in the fact of you have the original trilogy. Um, was a was. <laughs> A mastermind of Lucas. Mm-hmm. He didn't direct and write all of them, but it was his concept. Yeah. And in these movies, if you watch the way production has gone, they give a lot of creative control to the director. Like mm-hmm. he was the writer and director of this one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think the issue with that is that these movies don't have enough of an over arc for all the characters, that everyone's doing their own thing. So what you have set up for Phasm in the first movie, mm. well, from one director's maybe this next director decides not to go in that same yeah. or like because that's where I felt like the Force Awakens had a lot of really cool setup mm-hmm. and then Rain came in and took things his way mm-hmm. and there and you could tell there wasn't a lot of this is what has to happen it's like kind of do your own thing and have mm-hmm. yours and I think because of that that's why I think they saw the potential in this is why they've given him his own trilogy mm-hmm to direct and be like that, do whatever you want that definitely does say yeah. something to like Disney that, that well, how they feel about this movie is that they thought it was good enough by Ryan Johnson that you know they're, they're giving him his all trilogy yeah but or it, they saw aspects of it mm. that were and I think that's and that's the issue and I think this trilogy the issue is going to have is that is yeah. I think what we're seeing in the Star Wars is the original trilogy had a good amount of hands on 
from Lucas. Mm-hmm. He wasn't writing them all and directing all of them. Mm-hmm. You get the you get the prequels, which we see. Okay, we can't give George Lucas that much <laughs> because he's not a good writer and director. I love him to death, concept wise. Uh-huh. When you let him be the writer, director, and producer of a trilogy, we mm-hmm. see that okay. You have a great concept. Let's get a writer who writes real dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> now we're seeing in this new one, not enough hands-on concept. Yeah. And we're almost seeing too much all over the place. So I'm actually intrigued to see now that you were having, okay, cool, you've got the director is going to tail end. You've got the same director mm-hmm. tail ending the trilogy to see how he wraps it up and see if he changes things and how mm-hmm. he Yeah. It'll probably, yeah, I think that's how it's going to go. Is like JJ started, and then Ryan Johnson came in and kind of redid some stuff that JJ did and kind of put his own twist on it. And then the third one's going to be JJ coming back and re redoing what he originally had planned for the first time. So, yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. Um, I can totally see her coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, hey, yeah. The fire like didn't I said, it was she exploded and fell in. <laughs> I can see her I mean, in Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, any, any final thoughts on Captain Phasma? She didn't have a whole lot to do in the movie. What was her grand total screen time? Three minutes, something like that. Enough for a, like, like a that. shock baton fight with Finn. For this one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I know yeah. the Force Awakens. She was in it a pretty good bit more, mm-hmm. wasn't she? I think she was. Uh, she not by much. much. Yeah, not I by much. I will say though, I don't know what that weapon was she had, but it was pretty cool. It was pretty <laughs> sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, whatever it was, it must have been made of the same material as her suit because it was like taking, absorbing electricity and like yeah. very durable. Mm-hmm. And I like that about this movie because <laughs> we're seeing more like. I like the lightsaber counter weapons, mm-hmm. as I'm calling like mm-hmm. I think a lot of a lot of it's called. It's just that like these weapons that are like, you're right, they're not lightsabers, but that doesn't mean mm-hmm. they can't compete on that them. level. Yeah, because there was never a lightsaber on the lightsaber fight. It was all just them fighting other people, which I kind of mm-hmm. actually liked that there wasn't a light, lightsaber on lightsaber fight. Except for yeah. that end fight, which was pretty awesome. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that was sick. Like, my jaw dropped and my mouth stayed open the whole time. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so moving on from Captain Phasma, what about General Hux? <laughs> he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he's just—he's a crybaby. Uh-huh. That's all he is. How did you feel about his opening scene with Poe? Was it too over the top, or was it like in line for that character and Poe's character? You think? I'm trying to think what happened. It was Poe calling aboard the bridge, and then no, I can't hear you. Yeah, he was—he was. He was so oh old. yeah, he was that was funny. I think that <laughs> was brilliantly done because I think that characterized their characters. Because mm-hmm. if you think yeah. about it that way, he is a like uptight. Like I don't think he would have took it as a joke. He'd been like, seriously, what? Why? Why have my because he kind of sees himself as this like superior yeah. person, so I can totally see like that being like, who, who, which one of these idiots is ruining it? I'm trying to talk to him and convey something, uh-huh. and not even think that he could be toying with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he thinks he's so intellectual. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I, d- I did like that scene. I've seen a lot of the um, like scenes that people did not like was that one in particular, but because mm-hmm. they thought it was one of the jokes that just drew on too long. But I actually kind of did like it, just yeah. that it, it gave. I don't know, Poe, kind of this s- smart-alecky attitude, and then yeah. General Hux is just just bumbling buffoon who's high in the New Order, you know? Yeah, I mean, clearly, First order, new order. clearly everybody order? in the theater enjoyed it, too, so... Mm-hmm. So, but it, I did really enjoy when at the end when uh, Kylo like smashed him against the wall because he was yeah. and then Kylo was just like nah <laughs> and it threw him mm-hmm. in the wall the ATAT. I well, I mean Kylo was just all about pissed off right then. So, mm-hmm. but I think that like plays really well in because that's something we didn't see. In, I haven't seen other Star Wars. It's like these non like the Empire, just like the Empire in the First Order, is made up of a ton of non force wielders. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So like for someone to get that general, like he's got to think in his own mind. 
his intelligence is what separates him from Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, I like that play of, like, him being frustrated. Because if you think about it, what if you had, like, worked your butt off to become this high-ranking, and you see Kylo Ren as this crybaby? You would probably get a little annoyed, <laughs> too, like, realistically, right? Uh-huh. Like, as you see when he joins... He has natural snow, gifts, and his like, has to compete on that. He's also, like, an older teenager. Mm-hmm. He's not, like, a child. So it's not like he's been around for a while. So he just kind of just shows up and gets shoved to power so I feel like that he's having to prove himself at every step of the way mm-hmm. so for that like I, I enjoy that aspect of his character yeah. of like yeah he's kind of a crybaby but if you think about it like I'd be really frustrated too if I worked my butt off to like lead these battalions and then there's this like crybaby who keeps failing but keeps getting pulled up mm-hmm. right by his side because he can do some electricity with his fingers <laughs> <laughs> um okay so any final thoughts on general hawks i thought he was just you know a fine little comic relief character every now and then where yeah. it wasn't overdone too much because i thought which we can talk about a little bit later about some of the um things that detract from the film but i thought they were a little heavy-handed in the humor sometimes mm-hmm. and i didn't feel like hux was i felt like he was a good mix of like comic relief and yeah. you know serious serious moments <coughs> um what about rose what did you think about the new character rose and her, I guess we can lump Rose and her sister in the the same category. Mm-hmm. Rose Rose teamed up with Finn, and then her sister oh, love birds. Yes, and um, <laughs> her sister was the pilot of the bomber at the beginning who, right, who sacrificed yeah, herself yeah. to deliver mm-hmm. the bomb payload. Man, that was sad. Mm-hmm. I was talking with uh, one of our friends earlier about how actually Rose's sister was way more interested than Rose ever was because of like her sacrifice at the beginning of the movie, how that was just more impactful than anything that Rose did throughout the film. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they got to give her time. Good well, grief. I think part of the issue, too, is that the character was written less funny and like fun and poppy. If you re- listen to interviews, Rain wrote that character a lot more serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when they cast her as it, they realized she's a very bubbly person. And uh-huh. it was like, it, it I'm going to get a lot more natural if I write that into the character uh-huh. than to have her play this stagnant, serious. Yeah. Because right. you even see that first interaction, she probably isn't this fun, bubbly. Like, she just had to, like, taser three people trying to, you know what I mean? Like, I can see yeah. her being written as this more serious character yeah. than doing that aspect. Now, right. one thing I did like was um, in the final scene when everybody is fighting on that planet. Crate. Crate? Yep. Okay. Uh, everybody the is fighting. The red salt planet, right? Yes. yes. Yep, Crate. Um, they were fighting on Crate, and you had Finn and Rose. Finn was known throughout the movie as someone who ran. Mm-hmm. When he's scared, he just runs. Mm-hmm. And he bailed finally, on the first order. Was trying to bail at the beginning of the movie, kind yeah. of. Yeah. And um, I mean, he just kind of, well, grew a pair. Uh-huh. And then he just starts. Sack, sack he starts up. charging at the ATATs. That was towing that like uh, Death Star style laser to break through the. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Battery ram. Yeah, yeah, the battering ram. And he was charging, and then Rose just kind of like bloop, mm-hmm. bumps him out of the way. Yeah, T-boned him. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, now I know she didn't really have much in there, and then that was the really cool heroic thing about okay. her. That's why okay. I liked her. Okay, well, let's, let's uh, sidestep a little bit and talk about this, because I hated that point. Did you really? Yes, I hated that. That I thought that would have been such a good art for Finn, because he had been yeah. running this whole time, and he was actually going to do something that would for the resistance and sacrifice himself to like, smack Kamikaze right into that mm-hmm. uh, battering ram. So, and I was... That, that was one of the moments where I just audibly like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're... How long? Because this this movie takes place what, three days after Force Awakens, not very mm-hmm. long, and then he just met Rose 
a few, I mean, an additional like two days or something like that, and they mm-hmm. went to this casino together and they went to a romantic casino and road counties, <laughs> all right? They just they road camps. Uh, I, I just under the stars. Yeah, yeah. What were you saying, Emily? I, I agree with you. Uh-huh. It, it, their, their romance didn't seem to earned yet. You yeah, know what I'm right. saying? Like, puppy Han, love. A puppy love. Like, Han and Leia had two movies mm-hmm. to, like, banter back and forth, and then you got the line of, like, I love mm-hmm. you, I know kind of thing. And that, that felt like a good payoff, and it was just this Finn and Rose, and now it's going to be, like, a nice little love triangle with Finn, Rose, and then Ray, mm-hmm. and then, you know, Poe and, po, po and Ray are, like, batting each other now. like Freaking Poe. Um, but yeah, I just that that scene in particular really got under my skin. I didn't, yeah. I didn't like it. That, but like from a story point, mm-hmm. like standpoint, you got to think of it the way that if that wouldn't have happened, Luke's payoff wouldn't have been anywhere close to as meaningful. Because if they yeah. would have stopped yeah. the battering ram and not been able to get in the door, mm-hmm. then like, what's the point of Luke showing up and having that whole showdown? Yeah, you're right. Maybe they should have just had someone else stop on them instead of. The girl, whatever her name yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, they, they could, they could have. There, and I think there's that other way for it, mm-hmm. but I think it's just kind of like you're sitting there, like, okay, you got to have something there. And I think they just were kind of like, well, what, what sells? Yeah, love stories. Uh-huh. True. Yeah, we'll. Um, like I was saying, I was assuming what was going to happen was as he was flying into the ship, it seemed like a ship was just going to tear apart last second. Just yeah, apart. yeah you see, I wasn't no expecting that. Well, then not go like, in. You know what I mean? Like, oh, just like shat- shatter apart. If you looked at it, the, there was the center which was doing the most breaking right. damage, and it would have been. I thought it was just going to break apart. And him just totally miss it and just crash <laughs> into the ground <laughs> or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. No, I thought that would have been a good arc for Finn, but I mean, it wasn't. Somebody, I mean, maybe the, it'll eventually pay off in the next one. Yeah, but I feel like that gives it gives Rose a little bit more. Well, outside of her tasing Finn mm-hmm. earlier in the movie, which I thought was pretty funny, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like it gives her more. Um, I guess meaning in the movie because other than that, she's just there was little, nothing that she really did. Yeah. Right. So I mean that kind of that brave move that she did. Mm-hmm. I mean that that loving move that she did saving mm-hmm. Finn. It gives her a little bit more. I don't know meaning. And what'd you think about that that kiss they had like on the battlefield as that the AC-18s are like marching <laughs> towards them? That was that was the weirdest. And like over dramatic <laughs> before she fainted. I thought she died. She was just like what? Like, she was like <laughs> I'm about to die. Uh-huh. I can get that. I mean, but I and on a side note, I will say I did enjoy her character mm-hmm. from a standpoint of. Like an Asian character in a, in a movie that isn't the stereotypical. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, cause I'm half Chinese, so like coming from that, you don't see a lot of that. You see the rogue one of like, oh, we'll put an Asian here, but he's like a kung fu master. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like something like they're like, oh, he's the tech guy. Uh-huh. Like, it was kind of cool to see, like, okay, cool, they're bringing, cause that's something I feel like they've, they're really trying to do more in this trilogy and trying mm-hmm. to do diversify a little Diversify bit. it a little more. So it was cool seeing, like, Oh, let's put the Asian character as like oh, a pilot, like a pilot, like a you know, instead of just the generic behind the desk with the admiral mm-hmm. typing some numbers in or being a kung fu master. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that side of I will say I enjoyed of Rose's character. Yeah. I just mm. again I think going back and watching this, I'm I'm hopefully going to get a better appreciation for it. But maybe maybe it'll sit a little bit better with I me. I feel like the hard part about it is that we really won't know until the third one comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... I, if you think about it that way, if you watched 
Um, a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back without Return of the Jedi, uh-huh. there'd probably be some elements in there you'd be like, I'm not sure about this. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Until you really see how they wrap the package yeah. up, there's elements that you're going to be like, I don't know. And then maybe we'll see, like, oh, now I get why, because there's a bigger <laughs> part for him in the next movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do feel like we're missing a lot of overall context of like what the, what the story's going to be, which we can come back to later. But, um, talking about parts that I didn't feel <laughs> paid off. Um, I guess this this is related somewhat. Let's talk about Leia a little bit. So how did you guys feel about Leia's portrayal in the film? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how did you feel? Um, I hated the Superman scene. You, okay. Yeah, okay. Was, Let's talk about the Superman weird, scene. weird, man. Let's talk about the Superman scene a little bit. I know a lot of people have been wanting to see Leia express her Force powers or whatnot because we got that tease in Return of the Jedi where Darth Vader's talking to Luke and, you know, oh, the, the, the Force is... The force is if you, I can't turn you, I'll just turn your sister. Force is strong in her, too, you know? So right. we finally did get to see her use that Force power that she has, but was it in the correct way? Like when I when I um when they blew the the bridge and that I saw her fly out and then you know Carrie Fisher's pass I thought that was going to be how they wrote out her character for the right, right that's then exactly I was like I whoa that's I mean she wasn't in the movie very much they they just that's how they did it and I was like all right well here we go yeah, yeah. I mean I'd, I'd accepted it which in 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 retrospect if they had done that we wouldn't have gotten that really really cool scene at the end where Luke and Leia had their yes. scene together. If that had happened, we still wouldn't have had that, which I thought that scene was very emotionally impactful. I thought that was really good. So, I mean, if that had happened, we wouldn't have gotten that, so it's a trade-off. But I didn't cry. What are you talking about? It's fine. The, the gold <laughs> dice. I totally cried. Uh, so, the Superman scene, was it just did not like seeing her force power portrayed and portrayed, <coughs> portrayed in that manner? What do you think, Brandon? Yeah, Brandon. You haven't ahead. said much. What do you think? I mean, I guess really... honestly thought that that would have been you an awesome time your to... Um, to have done it like a character kill. I'm not going to pee again on top of everybody else's pee. Yeah, we've got like three different pee mixtures in there, so. Asperger's. I'm holding. <laughs> Good morning. Good. All right, anyhow. But um, I felt like that would have been the perfect time to um, been a respectful tribute to uh, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Kind of politely um, died, killed off Princess Leia and um, just would have been respectful. But yeah. to see her come back like Superman to where like she's invincible, can't be killed off, just kind of put a different... Um, on a retrospect on her character. Yeah. See, that's that's a good point. I didn't what Parker said, I didn't think about that. I was just thinking that that's how they were going to kill her off because yeah. I mean, Carrie Fisher and um but I didn't think about that last scene when beat on the hand bed. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> when Luke and Leia finally reunited and you know, that's what But it wasn't whole, really Luke. Huh? But it wasn't Luke. It it's it still was. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, it still was. <laughs> but um, no, I mean that that was a really really good scene. I I didn't even think about. Well, I mean, it. yeah, and like the big thing, um, Mark Hamill said he was disappointed that he didn't get to have a scene like that. Yeah, uh, Luke and Han scene in the previous mm-hmm, movie. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you do that to Leia, you're really just like you need to have some kind of. That makes sense. Interaction at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I thought it was interesting, but at the same note, not being a giant Star Wars fan and really a lot of people I've talked to like, that's not how the Force works. I really don't know how the Force works. <laughs> it's a crazy magical thing. Yeah. I don't know. The only thing I know, and my only upside to it was like, cool. So the, the light side finally gets some cool power because uh-huh. I feel like the dark yeah. side gets some really awesome power <laughs> and the light side, like, and I can lift a rock. <laughs> oh, cool. And light sides can totally, like, save themselves in space. 
cool, let's give them like an established mm-hmm. power because it's been kind of like lopsided, dark yeah. side and light side. Yeah. Right. yeah, they're adding I mean they're adding powers all the time. I don't I didn't think it was that big a deal, but Yeah. Man, I don't know. I was kind of again, like I said earlier, kind of more almost disappointed that that wasn't just how they wrote her character out kind of gave her a going down with the ship kind of death see Mm. I would have been more disappointed if they killed her off there Mm -hmm. because if Ben would have fired the rocket and she died but I think it would have been like really like if she would have died because another stormtrooper blew her up. Like, if they were going to do that where Ben was trying to, like, wipe out his memory of his family Mm -hmm. and he blows the hole up, but to have... The second that other... Like, the other TIE fighter shot and blew her up Mm -hmm. and, like, killed her, I was like, this can't be happening. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you couldn't take... You can't take that away from the character. I see what you're saying. And it made her death, I feel, like, really less meaningful. Kind of cheated a little bit. Yeah, cheated. That's how she dies. From, like, a random stormtrooper gets mm-hmm. her. Um, a, a character that I thought may... Uh, kind of going in the same vein that I thought maybe they could have swapped spots. Hold, Holdo's scene, Admiral Holdo, um, where... We could talk about Holdo, but where she... One of the really good scenes of the movie was when she, like, uh, light speed bulleted the um, resistance ship into the Imperial... Dude. Dude, that blew my mind. Like, that was one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, I that, loved it. That that could have been talking about Leia. That could have if they if it was just like <clears throat> Holdo had gone with the resistance and Leia had taken the reins, and then that would have been another like going down with the ship, but in a heroic sense, like right. she's making a yeah. sacrifice to buy the resistance time to escape. I thought that would have been cool, but we can talk about Holdo now and just kind of about that scene in particular. I just want to know: Did they know that was going to happen? Because if so, why are there more kamikaze like computer pilots? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like that is the one of the most devastating weapons in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. like, there's Death Stars, or there's light speed <laughs> Because I feel like you could easily program a computer to do that, Absolutely. and the next movie is just going to be. Star Destroyers flying out <laughs> of their blowing up fleets. Back. It's it's like, like that's a, how the Resistance wins. Like, we only have 12 pilots, but we blew up the whole armada. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'd be like a demolition derby a Derby with They'll a just use the force and send the ship. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, for, I mean, for such a cool scene, it does kind of open up that question. We're like, why haven't yeah. we seen this before? You know, kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean, I, I thought it was new, and I, I've never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, it's something new. we hadn't seen in Star Wars before. It was definitely yeah. interesting. And the way it was shot was really cool, too, because it went quiet, which hasn't happened in Star Wars before. Yeah, that right. was like... I remember when that happened, the whole theater was quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. But um, what do you think of Holdo? Um, I thought this the like I can talk about the Holdo and Poe dynamic a little bit. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I've seen arguments for either side, like how Poe is being hot headed and stuff, and then you know wanting to know uh, Holdo's plan if she had just told him. Yeah. What was going on? A lot of lives would have been spared because Poe's like directly responsible for the majority of the deaths in the movie. Yeah. Um, if Holdo had just kind of like pulled him off to the side and like, hey, you know, this is this is the plan. We're just, we're going to escape. You know, don't worry about it. Then, you know, what's, what's the harm in that? But if they're trying to shape him for his, <coughs> like, him taking Leia's role in the next movie to like take charge of the resistance, they're grooming him to be a leader and just kind of um, have respect for the leaders and to follow choices. And if you are a leader, you don't necessarily like owe an explanation to your subordinates all the time. Yeah. So there's there's two sides of that coin. I'm not sure exactly where I fall yet. I, yeah. I think because a, a lot of stuff could could have been avoided if Holdo just kind of you know told Poe like, hey, this this right. is cool. I got this. <coughs> I feel like somewhere in there it would have been a perfect time to say the state um 
to say the line, you know, I don't have a great feeling about this, which mm-hmm. is the one line that hasn't been said in this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, like, that's one of the things, like, all the Star Wars. About this. Yeah. Got a bad feeling. Got a bad feeling. It's a trap, which is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here to rescue you. Mm-hmm. You hear that one in all her a lot. Too. Yeah. So I thought I thought Holdo was good for good for what she did, and then she was she was gone. But I, that's that's another character that had more build up in some of the the new novels and stuff because they have um, a novel about Leia at a younger age where she and Holdo are like pals, and you got a little bit of that context of why they're you know buddy buddy <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. You see, that's one thing I do want to know more about her background. Mm-hmm. Um, she was really she annoyed me in this movie. Really? Um, yeah. I just. I mean, you're supreme leader, and I just she was. I don't know. I just didn't picture her. I, I, I mean, I like that actress not because so, she plays in Jurassic Park, and I like Jurassic Park. So I automatically <laughs> like her. Leia when she left. Huh? Yes, that's the, like the purple-haired lady. I didn't like her in yeah. this movie. She was annoying. Yeah. I think the issue too is like we're talking about is that they're trying to create a more of a universe with these movies, so they're yeah. doing more of these characters that are like. Well, there's a lot built upon it, and they're allowing instead of trying to pack mm. all of the information into the movies, they're allowing this fandom which is big and everything going like cool well, here's some more backstory for that which is interesting and different but I think it leads to this of like who really cares some of the times yeah. like when she really sacrificed like cool she sacrificed herself but who really cares yeah I mean she, she had yeah. what 45 minutes of, to, of build up to that sacrifice where you know and in that she had what like 3 minutes of screen time right. <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, I like I had actually thought about that that her death would have been a little bit more impactful if she had like was introduced in Force Awakens or something and had screen time in there and then built into this one and then you know alright I'm going to do something yeah. badass and just rip this ship apart yeah I still love that scene though that, no that's yeah not my only issue was like scene. why didn't she think about doing that why didn't she wait till like half of the escape ships were blown up I feel like that decision is a great like oh they blew one of the ships up they're targeting them let me do this now instead of let me just there's another. I'm away. All right, we're down to half. Okay, now I will frantically jump and turn the ship around and well, stop them. Like, uh, I mean, it was like, yeah. cool. Like, there were like 20 ships and like 11 of them blew up. She's like, okay, now I'll turn around. And still in that time, four more blew up. Like, mm-hmm. See, but I feel like a lot of that had to do with her building up courage. Because right before she did it, you could tell that she was contemplating. And you, know, you think she was still kind of making up her mind. That's yeah. And, um, I mean, she, you know. Well, she knew she was, she already made that choice and told Lair like she was going down with the ship. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Never mind, scratch that. Adam sucks. It's the whole, I mean, I understand it's for the climax of the mm-hmm. movie, but, yeah. like, for a character that doesn't have a lot of, like, into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's start getting into the main character. We talked about Finn a little earlier, but how did you feel like Finn was handled? I mean, I still liked him. Um, mm-hmm. Like Like I said earlier, the whole... Um, him being known as a coward, mm-hmm. like running from all of these things that he has to face to overcome his fears, and then towards the or at the second from the last scene, as he's charging towards, um, I'm having a brain fart. What was it called? That battering ram. The battering, battering ram. As he's charging towards that, I mean, that was just kind of his his realization that he has a purpose, and he that's one thing. Yeah, yeah, he became a man. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. I did like that aspect. I mean, I like Finn. Mm-hmm. He's he's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like his character was underutilized. I feel like, for me, that scene did less for his character and did more for Poe's character. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it gave Poe 
a Poe, if that makes sense. Because like, uh-huh. <laughs> he's trying to be, like, in Groomed Commander, it gave him a reckless idiot to be like, oh, man, I have been being stupid. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, like, I, it, okay. gave, it gave Poe a Poe. Because that what he did was what, what Poe would have done in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Dang. Absolutely. But at the end of the movie, so, like, even, like, that was my problem with Finn. Like, Finn's character did a lot for other things, but Finn's character did nothing for Finn. Mm-hmm. I feel like Finn's character helped Rose. Finn's character helped Poe. Finn's character helped Ray. <laughs> Finn's character did nothing. Like, Finn's character in the beginning of the movie, I still feel like was Finn's character at the end of the movie. There was a very little, like, change. I felt like he was a plot device. Mm-hmm. More of a plot device than an actual character. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still feel like if he had sacrificed himself to, to the uh, battering ram, that would have been something really cool because that's something we hadn't seen in Star Wars before, like one of the three main characters dying. Yeah. At, le- at least in the like the trilogy they're featured in, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So I, I felt like that would have been a cool but I feel like he, character. It, we pr- if that would have happened, I feel like we'd also be sitting here talking about how underutilized this character was. You're not wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> Between <laughs> a rock and a hard place. Imagine, 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 because if people I, like, I, sa- I feel like that's one of the things that I don't like about the movie, is that no one ever dies. No one important ever dies, and it's just annoying. Hold on, hmm. dies? Luke dies. Well, that he was in so many movies. Snoke oh. dies? Hmm? Freaking like Snooki! Man, let's, God, you, that pisses me you off. Snooki, Snooki, yeah. Let's frame Lord Snooki. Let's talk about Snooki a little bit then, <laughs> since since we were already brought him up. I was so excited about this movie because I wanted to know who Snoke was. Mm-hmm. I wanted that's to the know. outrage for it, Adam. He's yeah. nobody. What was the first movie he was in? He was in Force Awakens. In Very Force little. Awakens. He was a hologram. He was a hologram. Yeah, yeah, he was a hologram, and nobody realized it in the Force Awakens. And then when they, or I didn't realize it, and everybody I talked to didn't realize it. But um, is Matthew asleep? No, I'll just checking. I was just crashing a little bit. <laughs> I, should, I shouldn't have drank those beers. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Snoke. Oh yeah, Snooky. Snoke. Um, in the Force Awakens, they Snoke. they portrayed him as this giant. Ominous and like overlord or Sith overlord, and you're mm-hmm. expecting. I mean, shoot, he's got the power of the Darren Death Star. He can just blow up a planet with his hands. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know who he was. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know his story, mm-hmm. and I I just wanted him to show that. Mm-hmm. And then halfway through the mo- movie, he gets killed off just yep. like that. Five pieces. God, that made me mad. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it did because I my only thing was if he would have stayed alive, I would have felt like they were following too close to the old trilogy so Mm -hmm, I felt like they wanted to do something different what I was disappointed in was his imperial guards like Mm -hmm. I thought they were awesome but part of me was really hoping that they were going to be the other Jedi children the Knights of Ren or well because they talks Luke talks about how Ben leaves kills half the kids uh-huh. and takes yes. the other half with him yeah. so I was really hoping at some point one of them would have used some kind of uh. force powers and he would have had this super crazy like two versus six Jedi battle mm-hmm. oh man because they all mm-hmm. have this like kind of weapons and there was like that plant was put in there mm-hmm. so for me I was more disappointed that the imp- but it was cool to finally see like oh these red imperial guards are actually something because you see them in yeah they're actually like hold their what, the, what if they were the Jedi and the ones been, that he took with him they were just killed and off they like, were just terrible Jedi yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Really? laughs> they didn't finish training but like, when, like they, they could have like used I feel like they could have I don't know and maybe that will come up later mm-hmm. right yeah in it but I was more disappointed with them than I was with him getting killed off I didn't mind okay. Snook getting killed off because for me I kind of 
liked that aspect mm. of him. I think that killing him off did more for Ben Solo's character mm-hmm. mm. than if I would have learned about him. I think I would have cared. I I liked that whole twist of him just being like, I I actually want to start my own like, I I've like. I've shattered, but not as much of, like, between the light and dark, but between picking sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wants to start his own little, like, separate order of, like... I kind of like that aspect there, because it's all... They always talk about in, like, in the lore that there's always Sith rule in Paris. <laughs> mm-hmm. The it's rule of two. Pair, yeah. rule of two. So I kind of liked <clears throat> him killing him off, because it made me wonder what's going to happen between them a lot more. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like if he wouldn't have killed him off, I wouldn't have worried about that Ray interaction, which I felt was a lot more tension. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. So okay. I f- I feel like yeah, it would have been cool knowing about him, but at the same time, even if I got to know about him, I knew he was gonna die eventually. So I really still wouldn't have cared. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I I do feel like that was that was a Ryan Johnson move because the way he was set up in the fir- in Force Awakens that JJ was like saying okay there's something that's gonna be here he's gonna be something and I feel like that was Ryan Johnson coming in yeah. like subverting expectations like nope things are not the way you think they're or gonna be this is just gonna be, be somebody setting up for the final part of him yeah we can talk about in theories but that yes. could, but at the same time you know what I mean like because I feel like if that sets up and happens in the third one mm-hmm we're not going to complain about it getting killed off. Right. Oh, no, that's, yeah. that's so, but the theory is is that he can conquer death. Well, it depends on who he is. Correct. In your theory, but yes, there is. So I think right now it seems that way, but I like the potential of it. Mm-hmm. I like the potential of him being dead mm-hmm. more than the potential of his backstory. Okay. Yeah. I de- that was definitely... I, w- I was... Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely of the mindset of that something's more at play here so that's why i wasn't as concerned with his death but um what would i guess this is in the same vein of kind of like subverting expectations and i mean unless there's anything else anybody wants to say about snoke he was he, he was in a very little not really we'll talk a little bit more in the in the theories portion um <laughs> let's talk uh, i guess we covered poe a little bit so i don't know if we need to necessarily unless anybody has some things to talk about Poe. I'm good. He he wasn't he didn't do that much other than, you know, have little conversations with Holdo and he was a hothead at the beginning and right. kind of like a, another Lando. Just kind of here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Main character. Well, if we're going to talk about Lando, we should oh, talk man. about here the Lando go. of the film. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Del Toro's character? Oh, ah, DJ. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about DJ a little bit. Um any opinions? Part. I'm having a brain Because the casino, they needed a master the code breaker. Casino, the code breaker that... The oh, yeah. The code oh, man, I love... Helpful betray them. Betrayal. That's what I meant by the Lando of the film. Like, he was pretty much the Lando Calrissian of the film. Yeah. So they were sent to Canto Bight, which is the casino planet, for the purpose of acquiring a code breaker to get through a door on the... I don't even remember the name of the ship. To get onto the ship. To get onto the ship. They needed a code yeah. breaker to disable the shield so they could sneak onto the ship. Right. right. It was blah, 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 blah. Um, so they, they, he was supposed to have like a lapel pin pinned to him. Um, they get thrown in prison and they end up finding another code breaker who is not the same person. <laughs> and it's Benicio Del Toro and his name's DJ. And I could not stand him at all. Really? <laughs> yes. It's something a way that he played that character. I just with, didn't like his hat. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. was his hat. It was really weird. It was like his oversized yarmulke. <laughs> I know. Right? Like it was a beanie he wore, but just on the very top. And it was mm-hmm. a very strange hat. That the whole time I looked at his character, all I could notice like, what kind of hat is that? Mm-hmm. That was my main wondering about him. Yeah, it was for some reason. It was the way the his. His voice inflections, the way his stammer was, it was like so pronounced, really got on my nerves for some reason. Right. I don't like his character t- from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, just, I felt like he was one that you couldn't trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, of course he was one that you couldn't trust. Yeah. I mean, well, he's a code breaker. I don't know. I liked what they did by giving the necklace back because mm-hmm. it made you for yeah. a second think uh, that yeah. he might be helping. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that whole aspect, which was interesting because I feel like there was more conversation between him and Finn that was cut out because mm-hmm. it still was kind of a jump. It still yeah. didn't make a lot of sense for his character. Right? What what I did like was him explaining on the Falcon about like the war profiteering and stuff, and like it's not just the the people like the the rich people selling to the the First Order that they're also selling to the Resistance. I did that was the one redeeming quality I kind of saw from that. It's like how it's war profiteering. Yeah, like how yeah. Luke was. T- telling Ray, you know, like the dark side actually can. The dark side trying to tell you something. Why don't you listen? Kind of thing. Like there's there's side sides to uh, there's brain fart. There are two sort two sides to every story. And sorry, audience, Parker just blew <laughs> I, your eardrums. Um, so I, I did like that. That was that was kind of like the I don't know if it would redeem the whole casino scene to me all the way, but it definitely helped that we got that little like backstory into just like the way that this galaxy operates you know what i'm saying i I didn't i did enjoy that Mm. um so we got we got a couple more characters i want to go through let's um talk about luke and ray i guess we can knock them out at the same time what do you think about luke and ray how they were handled brandon feel free anybody yeah i was just waiting on somebody i want to see what were your guys opinions of luke what did you think of this version of Luke Skywalker? I actually, when he was handed the lightsaber and then he threw it over his shoulder, I actually kind of was on board with that. I was like, yeah. he's he's become a cra- cr- crouchety old man on yeah. this island, like secluded, and he's just fed up with everything. I was, I was expecting another Ben Kenobi type thing. Just kind of hiding away in a cave, doesn't want to go back and fight. I, that's the kind of thing that I was expecting. But I did like how um, Ray finally talked him into training her, mm-hmm. and you. This movie builds and shows exactly how powerful Luke really is, and I, I did like that. I, I liked how yeah he agreed to train her, but he agreed to train her in the sense that once I train you, you're going to see why you don't need to be trained. Right. I, I like that. Yeah. I feel like once he ended up on the island, that he, I don't know, kind of figured out that he didn't want the Force anymore. <laughs> I mean, kind of went back to, you know, why do I have this? I'm just going to become an old grouchy man. Nobody will find me. And mm-hmm. He just wanted to run away, I guess, mm-hmm. in that aspect. Now, what do you think of Brandon? I en- I enjoyed it, I felt, because a lot of the bad reviews on this are of Luke's character. Mm-hmm. Because he goes from this hopeful, like, savior to this old person. But if you think about it, like, a lot of Luke's faults in the original trilogy are his arrogance yeah and his like stubbornness and like it fits into his character because of his arrogance he thinks he can start a brand new jedi order Mm -hmm. and because of his stubborn nature he thinks he can teach the dark side out of ben Mm -hmm. and then the whole concept of him like being rash thinking about killing him even though it's only for a second Mm -hmm. like leads to this and he realizes that like 
he's doing more harm than good. Yeah. So he says, I just need to stop because every time I try to fix things, I get in my own way. So I liked that aspect of him then going back. Um, <coughs> and since we're talking about this, we should also talk about the third Jedi in this whole Is that the little equation. broom kid? No, we're talking about Yoda. What did you guys think of the Yoda oh. appearance? I actually I liked Yoda. It. I was I never it. I was never against it. As soon as he popped up and I thought it was I thought it was handled classy. You know what I'm saying? I was disappointed in it mm-hmm. because Yoda spoke way too much normal English. I was quite disappointed about how like I felt like it was someone randomly writing Yoda that had never listened to Yoda before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because he was just like normal, 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 random Yoda quote that's kind of messed up. Normal, normal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. and it was it was very just like straightforward. Where in the it it was a weird mixture of like prequel Yoda mm-hmm. and there, but even like prequel Yoda was very like abstract. I felt like. Mm-hmm. And this one, it just it felt like the people writing Yoda didn't really understand Yoda. Right. Like, I, would, I feel like that scene could have worked with Ben, and, like could have worked with Obi Wan as well. Uh huh. I do like that they made him look more like a puppet. I will. Yep. I love yep. that. It was yes. less CG, more puppet looking. Mm-hmm. But I was just kind. I liked that they brought him in and they kind of more of the whole. Here's some more for all the fans. But I wasn't a big fan of how he was delivered. Okay. Um, yeah, I, had, uh, I liked that was another scene where we got more in, like insight into how the force works because we learned that a force ghost can interact with the material world. Like he was able to call down <laughs> well, light. Yeah, because the force ghosts a lot of times become one with the force. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole concept. Only right. One. The reason he disappears is he becomes one with the force. Mm-hmm. Right. So theoretically, if you are one with the force, you should be able to technically control. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. one with nature and everything. Yeah. So. I, and I, they, the for, for ugh, the force they said in the beginning of the movie <coughs> when Luke was describing to Ray what the force was, he said that it is it was a matter between all matter, mm-hmm. and he said it was between life and death. So I mean, do y'all think that it could be leading up to? Luke not actually being dead. What do y'all think about that? I don't think I don't I don't think he's not going to not be dead. I don't think we've seen the last of Luke, but I think yeah. I mean I think he's his in that realm now. His body is gone, but it was just like the Obi Wan. Like we do not see his body get destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a Force ghost now. Yeah. yeah, Yoda though is the question of like, would he still have that because he technically died? So then the question comes: Do all Jedi who die become that? Mm-hmm. So we can get some super dope. And when I say super dope, I'm talking about purple lightsaber. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what I really want to see. Is him walk out. Maybe Samuel like, L. Jackson just like I fire up. I want to see him just show up in a robe, but like with the eye patch, like he just got done filming Avengers. Freaking Lee like, Fury walks out and walks straight into like the other one. He's like, I just finished that. I don't feel like changing. I'll, I'll record my cameo for Star Wars, but I'm not changing out of my thing. And he goes and does that. But like, I, I don't know. I liked it. I also liked how Yoda just like called out Luke, mm-hmm. of like, "Oh, you're not gonna cool. You want to burn it down? Let's burn it down." And then he like freaks out, like, "Oh, I didn't mean to." Uh-huh. Or did you also see? I don't know. Maybe I didn't see this, but did anyone notice? Did Ray save the books? She did. I didn't yes. catch it in the movie, but she did. Right? There, you can see because them on the Falcon. What happened? No, yeah. What happens is at the very end. Finn opens up the drawer to grab a coat out of the Millennium Falcon 
for Rose. <laughs> and when she opens it up, it's very quick, and I wasn't sure if I saw it. There's the old books. No, See, in but the in drawer. The Force Awakens, when Ray got went downstairs, I don't know the crazy ladies. Laz Kanata. Laz Kanata. Her cameo, however, I I thought her cameo was very forced and just completely unnecessary. Yeah, they didn't need it in this movie. Yeah. Anyway. But um, when she opened up the chest and seen the lightsaber, what books were right there? I don't know. That's why I wasn't sure. Were those not forced books that she took with her (laughs) onto the Falcon then? And then the ones on the island did burn? They stayed on it for a while, so my only thought was, were they doing that to prove there's more forced books? Or did Ray steal some of them before she left? Because mm-hmm. we wouldn't know. Luke would never know. He wasn't going back in. He was going into burning. Never actually went in. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think the assumption is that she did take them from the tree. And I didn't catch it the first time I saw it. I, I saw people talking about it after the fact, and I was like, okay, I need to go back and watch, pay closer attention to it. But yeah. Um. So what did you think about Ray's character, and like, and her interactions with Luke, like her training and all that stuff? I mean, I'm I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited for her to get that bo- like bow staff and shove some lightsabers on the end of it. <laughs> no. that bad boy. That's um, what I'm most excited for. But I thought her well, now that she has the crystal and the crystal is mm-hmm. canon now. Yes, because mm-hmm. that wasn't always canon. Yep, that was mm-hmm. actually introduced. Was that that was introduced in the comics mm-hmm. or in the, in the books as well as in Kotar the games mm-hmm. is oh. the crystal concept because that wasn't. Crafting a lightsaber wasn't in the original trilogy. Right. There right. it was I played a lot of did you ever play Force Awakens? I'm not Force Awakens. The Force Unleashed. No, I never played the Force Unleashed. I played a Those lot of the Force Unleashed and that it had the same kind of like I was not, more RPG esque and that and then Kotar. Yeah. It was all about you built and you found the right crystal and each uh-huh. crystal had different attributes. It, it was very much more actiony than RPG, yeah. but you, you could find <laughs> the different crystals and like change the color and yeah. like how it behaved and that kind of stuff, but huh. yeah, it, it is interesting to actually see like the crystal now, mm-hmm. like that that being brought into the canon. But I, I was pleased. Would you feel well pleased? Pleased with his um, growth with Luke, right? How did you feel how they handled her parentage? I hated that part. Dumb, really. But I thought I, that was stereotypical. Well, <coughs> uh, your parents are from Jakku, mm-hmm. but on the reverse side of that, like, are we getting into theories now? Um. The only person we haven't talked about I is Kylo. I would be opposed to it. Let's, let's because be opposed been, to her parents being nobodies. But fact, my yeah. theory is something totally different that leads into theories. Mm-hmm. Let's let's hit up on Kylo yeah, first, let's, and let's, then we can let's just kind of get into the... Um, how do you feel about angsty teenager, dark side boy? I liked him a lot better. I love angsty teenager. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just caught me working out. <laughs> that was I just so took a shower. <laughs> no, I liked him a lot better in this movie than I did The Force Awakens. He was a little annoying to me in The Force Awakens. I definitely liked him more now, and I think I have a better appreciation for him going back and watching Force Awakens yeah. now. Right. See, and they, they took it a completely different way than I was expecting it. I was expecting him to hop on over to the light side because of the whole, the whole theory with... Um, that Han killed himself? Yeah, Han killed himself. To save his soul. Yes. And then they revealed in the beginning of this one when um, the whole deal with... Luke training Kylo and um, that I mean you know what I'm talking about yeah um, and then when he killed Snoke that was just kind of showing he made the decision he's got a hunger for power oh yeah he's a, he's a bad boy <laughs> he is a bad boy and um, he decided he wanted to be on the dark side mm-hmm. and that whole scene no I, I hate think, I don't think that showed he wanted to be on the dark side 
I think he. <coughs> I think that established his character that he's tired of being looked down upon. Yes, because Snoke talked down on him. A and lot. that's what I think flipped him. Not that the criticism that <coughs> he was used. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where he didn't like with Luke that he felt like a tool that was being trained, and when he wasn't needed, he was disposed of. And that's what turned him away from Luke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that same thing turned him against <coughs> Snoke. Because he went, no, I'm just a tool to get Ray here. He doesn't actually. He doesn't I think appreciate. for him, it was it's less of a light and dark side and more of a I want to be like my own man. Like we get rid of the old and start something anew. Yeah, and that's thought, why he was talking to Ray about. I mean, he was trying to grab her hand and say, "Come on, let's go. We can get away." That makes a lot of sense. Trying to get her away with him. Yeah, I I I, I loved. Ky- I mean Adam Driver's portrayal of Kylo in this movie because you mm-hmm. could see like in his like his acting like the the struggle internally especially like when he was about to fire on the bridge and he was almost about to like pull the trigger and f- fire the missiles like you could you could see that like yeah. tear inside of him like there's still part of him that is a uh, solo and Skywalker at heart like yeah, you could really see his portrayal. he hasn't gotten over killing his father right, right. I though think that this <laughs> in like justifies more of his action in the first movie because when you find out like it almost could have seemed that he could have gone recently like it's not like he's been trained in the Sith for a while mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean so it kind of makes sense that like he is because he doesn't know his place and he's like he's still fresh he's still yeah. fresh like the whining that everyone complained about in the last movie I kind of think about it you understand if you look at the context of his character now you're like I get why he was like that you know what I mean like yeah Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that superhero teenager who just realizes he's got like super strong powers. He doesn't know how to use them. Oh, the angsty teenager. Mm-hmm. Well, like I feel like he had the he had like yeah. the sidekick runaway point. He had the in the concept of him going to the dark side was like Speedy becoming Arsenal in DC. If we're talking about DC mm-hmm. or Robin becoming Nightwing, you know what I yeah. mean? That like offset of like and in the very beginning they're just crazy and then they kind of settle and simmer down I felt like that's what the trial was of like splitting off and mm-hmm. he wasn't ready yet but he thought he was and that's why he's still like angry mm-hmm. like why isn't this working because right. his training hasn't been completed <coughs> in those aspects mm-hmm. yeah. I want to um, yeah yeah we talk about um, I want to talk about Luke just for a second about kind of going back to the way his character was handled I how I really enjoyed how his character was handled and when, when you got to see like the two different sides like each side of what happened at the Jedi Temple you got to see Luke's side of the story, Kylo's side of the story, and then like what actually happened. And then I liked how Luke was handled because it shows he is a human being. Like he's not just this good person all the way through. Like he has flaws, and like that mm-hmm. sp- split second where he actually can like ignited his lightsaber and thought about killing Kylo. Like he makes mistakes as a human too. So I don't, I don't understand the criticisms like that was out of Luke's character, you know what I'm saying? It just shows that he has faults like every other person. Right? And I liked the whole criticism of the Jedi previously. Mm-hmm. Because that's one thing I've always found fascinating is how Jedi are praised. But if like, <clears throat> especially the prequel trilogy, you see like, the Jedi are kind of dicks. <laughs> Realistically, they were all a bunch of dicks. Like, yeah. They had control and ruled, and they didn't do much better than the Empire did in all, like, yeah. in all honesty. Like, they weren't this, like, great utopian world. Mm-hmm. They were, like, these, like, higher... They were, like, politicians. They sat above and, like, mm-hmm. looked down upon everyone else. And, like... So I kind of like that idea that, like, in the original and that, they're seen as these, like, 
in the original trilogy, they're seen as these like great, ominous, <coughs> good, mm-hmm. and then the prequels we see like maybe they aren't that good, and I think he has now realized what they were. He's, yeah, he's come so. full circle. <laughs> yeah, finally realized it. Um, all right, so let's move into theories a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, what are some ones that stick out to you? I got one in particular that I'm really in a, in on. Mine, um, I think that um, <clears throat> Kylo and Rey are brothers and sisters. You think so? I do. Because the way um, The Force Awakens, the way Rey is able to finish Han's sentences, and they both are able to communicate very well. They finish each other. They finish each other's sandwiches. Sen- yeah. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Why? Okay, so... A lot of that comes off of the novels. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in the novels, it comes off Anna Star Wars Leia universe. Twins, and uh-huh. one of the twins' name is Ben. Uh, well, there's uh, that, but also in the Star Wars Legend universe, um, there's Jaina and Jason, and they're both the twins of Han and yeah, Leia. That's where so, a lot of the theory comes from. Absolutely. Yeah. They were the twins. And it says that one of their kids <laughs> actually turned to the dark side. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I just feel like, you know... Because, I mean, they've been incorporating, like, the legend stuff in these new trilogies. Absolutely. So why wouldn't they, in this sense? I would be disappointed if that was it. Yeah, I, I was, uh, my, yeah. My, my comeback to that is why would Leia and Han, like, if Leia had twins, I mean, she's got to know, so why would they keep that... Secret. Yeah. True. That That's my only pushback on it. And, and if that is true, that's one of the reasons why I didn't like the movie, because everything is just like every other movie. Uh-huh. Well, it would be yeah. very twins. disappointing. I like the con. I hope it's not because I like the concept of her being a nobody. Like I love. But where that does she line get the force from? Though, like, I, I think. Well, but I love that line in the movie, where you're nobody. he says, "You're nobody. You don't belong in this story." Like mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because this is the whole Skywalker. The but, saga. But didn't they I, try to get her to drop her parents later on in the movie? So that was probably hints like. <laughs> We know who your parents are. You are somebody, but didn't want her to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, it, it, it. it's very it's very possible Kylo is lying to her and just telling yeah. her what he thought would break her down. Luke's. We can all now un- unbearably say Luke. it's not Luke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's been masturbating a lot. <laughs> but like, I think the other, I think the other idea <laughs> using the force. <laughs> I think that could be if she's a nobody. You could set up the whole concept that the force, like mind thought process with all of it, was kind of like in. I'm not sure how many guys watch Avatar. Oh, I've seen Avatar. The Airbenders started popping up out of everywhere Mm -hmm. because that is nature balancing itself. Mm -hmm. So I kind of saw it as that of like Mm -hmm. because the Skywalker legacy and there really weren't a lot of. Jedi popping up that like I like that concept because I feel like that could work more in the expanded universe because we're so used to like oh it has to be a lineage force has to be Mm -hmm. a lineage but it's like actually no we're just following one lineage of it having another one to come through I think really shows that like powerful Jedi like and I think it lowers the importance (laughs) because for so long it was the most powerful bloodline yeah. Anakin save the day concept mm-hmm. and to show that there are other powerful <coughs> bloodlines out right. there could I think would be a cool way to end the series of like never mind Luke wasn't this perfect savior to the world mm-hmm. he yeah. was just another chapter in the book of this reality. yeah now I did like the fact that they I don't know I mean I'm, who knows what JG will do if he'll stick with this or not if he goes back and changes it but I did like that they made her parents just Random people. They they wanted her Sold for drinking for beer money. money. Yeah, they wanted <laughs> drinking money. 
Um, and that, I think that was something that Ryan Johnson in particular was trying to hint at because you get the final scene of like ending on uh, lightsaber broom kid, you know, yeah. he pulls the broom to him with the force and that he's right. trying to hammer home that there's, there's more people in this universe that are, you know, apt in the force and which I like that Ray is, you know, just, just a random person that happens to be extremely powerful in the force. It doesn't have to be a Skywalker because the Skywalkers were powerful in the force starting with Anakin came from, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he had unusual circumstances, but he was the beginning of something. And then, yeah. you know, that went to Luke and, but so yeah, I mean, I'm that's a better way of finalizing their story mm-hmm. because you can allow it to end <coughs> with Ray doing it and still <clears throat> be true to the Skywalker saga has ended. Mm-hmm. True. If the, if, the Skywalker saga ends with like the Skywalkers helping another Jedi restore balance. You could then encompassly say the Skywalker saga has now ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of trying to be like, if she was, I feel like ugh, there's so much more wrap up and so generic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there another theory that you had you wanted to talk about? That's it on mine. That's the main one. Okay. Um, so what do we? What do you think? Do you think that that's still like a possibility? I think it's a possibility. Are you on that? Like in that uh, bandwagon or? Oh yeah, I definitely think that that's it's out there. Mm-hmm. Just the way you know the sentences were finished in the Force Awakens. Um, the way she runs into the Millennium Falcon, I don't think it was just by chance. Mm-hmm. There, there is so, that that you know the scene in the Force Awakens when they get back after Han's death and like she and Leia have that immediate connection and like right. embrace each other and stuff. So I mean, there's a, there's a connection there. I just. <laughs> I don't know where I. But she also that. says that um, Han was like a father to her. Mm-hmm. And she never had one. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's probably a reason why, because mm-hmm. Han was always running across the universe. So, mm-hmm. well, he had that second wife. Mm-hmm. Did, did, did have the second wife? I mean, technically, they were only married as a con, but that's all I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Adam, is there any <clears throat> theories that have been st- standing out to you? I don't really know of any details on this. I just wanted to ask y'all. Uh-huh. Um, Brandon hit up on it earlier about Snoke maybe yeah, possibly let's talk about this one about Snoke maybe possibly being Plagueis. Have you heard that at all? Um, not. I mean, yes, I've heard that, but um, <clears throat> I there's there's a YouTube channel I found the other day called Star Wars Theory, and one of them. <laughs> I'm going straight to this channel when I go home. Absolutely, there's some good. stuff. Also, side note, there is, he did this video the other day where he um, supported this, like, ran the trailer from another channel. They are recreating the Darth Vader and Obi-Wan fight scene. <coughs> They're reshooting it and, like, re-choreographing nice. the scene mm. just with, like, new actors and stuff. That'll be cool. And they're releasing it next year, and it looked sick. Like, it That'll looked cool. really cool. Anyway, he, he did a video on... Um, Snoke and his connection to Palpatine and Plagueis. Not necessarily that he is either one of those characters, Mm -hmm. but he is associated with them in some way because there is a ring he's wearing Mm -hmm. that has um, insignias on it that are related to the Dwarty, which are these four beings from this planet called Dwarty, and they're revered by the Sith. And you can see statues of the Dwarty in Emperor... uh, Chancellor Palpatine's chambers in Revenge of the Sith. You can see these statues in there. Mm-hmm. And um, just th- just that... I mean, he has this ring, on, and to get su- super nerdy into it, the, there's a s- obsidian on the ring that's supposedly from underneath Darth Vader's castle on Mustafar. Because yeah. in one of the comic books, uh, Emperor Palpatine kel- tells Darth Vader to go to Mustafar and go to this particular point that's highly concentrated in dark force energy and meditate there until like he finds out what he's spo- like, just till the force tells him what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. 
and um, this obsidian is supposedly coming from that spot, and then Snoke's now wearing it on his ring. So I don't know oh. if he's necessarily Plagueis or Palpatine, but mm-hmm. I think he's a, a, associated <coughs> with them in some way. But I'm on kind of the, the um, fence where I don't know if he was actually killed. <coughs> um, I think that he could have been maybe projecting himself in there, and just because you saw he had the power to connect Ray and Kylo's minds, so he could have been, you know playing them just yeah. that his projecting his body there and this he knew exactly what was happening he was edging kylo on to see his reaction and see what was going to happen mm-hmm. um or that you know the other side is that he has <laughs> able to conquer death somehow and will be back but i don't think we've seen the end of snoke yeah so you don't think he's jar jar binks so i do not think he's jar jar binks no okay that, that's, that's my favorite theory yeah. so i, I it's think really not. that's i would love that theory <laughs> <laughs> i'm pissed that that he didn't keep with his original path. I think Jar Jar Binks being the like ultimate Sith would have been a way better ending to that trilogy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Misa Snoke, <laughs> you Kylo in deep doo doo. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, that's that's why the Snoke's death didn't bother me because I don't think we've seen the end of him. I think that he's going to come back and play a bigger part in Episode nine somehow yeah yeah i mean it was i mean like i said earlier it was still a little anticlimactic so mm-hmm. i mean I, it, 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 it so was like i mean it was just as just as climactic as darth vader killing the emperor yeah, yeah. I, I like it in the sense you that know what i mean like it yeah, was just i didn't think about that <laughs> it, it was the exact same if not i would say it was slightly more mm-hmm. because like it was that same I, I don't know I I didn't mind it because I kind of it like I said I think his death did more for the other characters yeah than keeping him alive and I'm all up for this different because if it would have ended the same way and he would have still been alive it would have just been the same retelling and I want to see something different like mm-hmm. I want to see yeah. I would love for him not to come back mm-hmm. and see Kylo be like the big bad mm-hmm. see and that's what I'm or, expecting or I, what my one theory is that <coughs> Kylo tries to convince Rey you know what I mean Rey turns out to be the big bad Kylo has to kill her Dang, that would be a twist. And that that, twist. that ends the whole That'd be so good. And that ends the whole Skywalker saga because he's a Skywalker. What do you would that would that redeem the last Jedi to you if they pulled something like that? Would I like, think so because there's so much original crap in this last movie that it was just so boring and ridiculous <laughs> that if they were to go back and change it that drastically it would make it so, so in that, better of a movie. In that context, <laughs> you would like the film better. And, oh, yes, so and that's why I'm trying to feel like this film I feel like could be some because it's like if you if that happens and you go back to this movie, I feel like you'd be like, oh my gosh, this yeah, like so good. good, I would and love it. <laughs> now I did think about that. Maybe Ray possibly somehow ending up on the dark side just because I mean, um, well, like the whole thing there that when she was feeling the earth with Luke, she was immediately drawn to the dark. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. and that's what I was thinking. And did not fight it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I would love to see her do that in the redeeming. The, re- the redemption of Ben is that he realizes like because he's trying to toe the line between light and dark mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. he's kind of like Luke but on the opposite side because Luke toyed the line with between light and dark see and I read there's the a term time. for that um I read online the other day it was called the gray Jedi yep the gray because mm-hmm. everyone thought that Luke was a gray Jedi yeah mm-hmm. and but he's becoming a gray Jedi <clears throat> leaning towards the dark where Luke was a gray Jedi leaning towards the light yeah mm-hmm. because true balance is not 
one or the other. It's having both in harmony. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so the so if he were to do that, try to start his own own new order of gray Jedi or this new order that he starts on his own, tries to bring Ray in the fold, but she gets so succumbed she comes to the dark side. He has mm-hmm. to kill her. Yeah. To establish wow, that man. side. That that would be that that'd be a be, sick twist. That for me, I feel like would be a cool, and I've read a little bit about it, <coughs> that I think would be a cooler ending to the whole story of this, like, establishing a new order of right. yeah. in between, and then that would pull in the whole idea of the new order. Like, this is the true new order. Yeah. Whoa. Mm. No, that, now, that's something I had not thought about. Uh-uh, I've I, never thought about that. I do like, I do like the Snoke scene in the sense <coughs> where they did take that scene of Return of the Jedi and kind of flip it on its head, where it was they went ahead and killed the Emperor off, you know, right there. And they get that would have been giving, like, Darth Vader the chance to, like, rule the Empire for a little while. So I do like how they flipped that scene on its head. Yeah. I just I just don't know if... I don't know if Snoke's, Snoke's gone yet. I think that'll be something that J.J. will come back and say, I had plans for this. I'm going to come back and, you know, at least a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. It would be subplot worthy <laughs> if he'll end up being the big bad. But hearing that... I'm on board with like well, that. My other thing is too. JJ, I feel like was written into a box. Mm-hmm. He was given Star Wars, but the studio also wanted something like similar. That they know that worked. Mm-hmm. Then Rain was oh, this movie's still gonna do well. Rain, you do whatever you want with it. So I am really hoping that JJ will do what he wants with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. and be like you're right, this isn't where I wanted it to go, but I'm gonna take it in my own direction. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's been taken so far off the tracks mm-hmm. that he can kind of now be like, I don't, I can't follow the whole formula anymore. The formula is destroyed. Let me have some fun with this. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what he did with the second with Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I, someone made someone I was listening to made the analogy it's like someone took a Lego set built something and then handed it off and told them alright now build on it but you can't destroy it kind of thing so they added on to it now they're about to hand it back and then keep adding on to it yeah. so yeah I, I, I definitely I'm interested to see what they're going to do and I definitely think that this trilogy will be <coughs> I mean I don't think it'll um, stand up to the originals but I definitely think it'll be something special in the context of a mm-hmm. whole right um, It'll still be better than the prequels. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I enjoy the prequels for what they are. They're I can have fun while watching them. I'm I not, was really hoping it was pod racing when he looked outside. <laughs> <laughs> there was that cool. split moment where I was oh, thinking, "Please like, be pod racing! I want that back. <laughs> I want a new pod racing game because I feel like pod racing yes. next gen would be awesome." Yes. Uh, that uh, we can talk about maybe some low points and then wrap up. That that was like Canto that whole Canto bite scene like the the human face horse dog horse things I just, and like that They're scene with weird. Rose the, the scene with Rose at the very end where where she like took the saddle <laughs> off and was like now it's worth it I thought that was very shoehorned in and yeah mm-hmm. but the rest of them still have their saddles on <laughs> yeah. but this one's fine now it has learned to take saddles off so we'll take the other ones off your thought was like. <laughs> My issue with that whole scene was like you just ignore the repercussion because those children are gonna get beat. Like, those kids <laughs> yeah, are all pickle. getting beat. All those animals are gonna be recaptured by the next. If they have as much money as you're saying, mm, those yeah. kids are either beat or dead, and those animals are recaptured and beat and probably legs broken. So you know what I mean? Like you really didn't do much. All you did was make yourself feel. It to me, it felt like the analogy of like one week missionary work where 
where Finn and Rose felt really good about themselves, but the second they left... It all just they, crumbles it, down. Like, nothing happened, and they're going to go right back. It's not like they went in and established a new regime and real change is happening. Mm -hmm. yeah. You went in, you felt good, you took your selfies, you posted them on Instagram, <laughs> and you left, Slap and once again, on it. nothing's happened. It's like, okay, cool, all you did was, like, cause more trouble, like... It's like going there and dropping off shoes for people in another country and leaving. Well, all you really did was screw the people that make shoes because now they no longer have a job. <laughs> but you feel good about yourself. Good job, Finn and Red. Good job, Finn and yeah. You feel good, but you just screwed over all the people you left. Those children are definitely beat. 100% and those animals are back in there or B they're shot dead and brand new ones are going to be erased mm. like mm -hmm. they are not living free I they, they, they sowed the seeds for the new rebellion though you, the, the kid at the end <laughs> had his like resistance to coder really ring he prevent all the, yeah he had the he force could prevent, yeah yeah he could pick all the kids <laughs> and run away and right the, totally he's going he's to save the day until they break his leg wait who's going to save the day sorry I wasn't broomstick Jedi boy Oh yeah, oh, he's he's gonna have a standalone movie on well, his. Well, the sequel's gonna be about him. Oh yeah, oh, the yeah. trilogy, right? Is gonna be about it's gotta be. Broomstick Kid. That and we we can unless anybody has anything else to say, um, we can talk about Broomstick Kid for a little bit. I thought that was a really a cheesy way to end the movie because he had like his little. It would have been cool. Okay, you see the kid walking. He grabs the broom with the force and then psh, cuts. All right, all right. There's other force users out there, but then it, it got super cheesy. Where it was like him having like the resistance <laughs> like decoder ring and it was like pointing to the sky and I thought that was like too. Heavy I was really hoping he was dancing with the broom. It was. <laughs> it was the <laughs> like, down. Down. Cause it was like moonlight, and stars <laughs> in the sky, and shimmering down, and just pick up the broom and just start slow dancing with the broom. <laughs> like that's what I was really hoping for. Like that would have been a better ending. Uh, it, it was very Disney-fied. Yeah, I mean that that disney -fied's was a good way yeah. to put that. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's just. I didn't. It was weird. Mm -hmm. I don't any, have much to say on that. Oh, okay. Anybody Catch else got anything? I think what about great. the um, Kylo Ren? Or no? Yeah, Ben Solo versus Luke Skywalker. The little oh, thing. oh, let's yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Talk about the, the climax. Did anybody notice Luke Skywalker when he was walking? Apparently, there was no footprints. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if anybody else caught that. I didn't catch theater. it. I didn't catch it at well, the Well, I was looking for it because the second he showed up again, I was like. Wait a second. He looks like <laughs> young himself. I noticed the hair. Right. Yeah. Because I was like, there's no way there's hair dye on mm. that island. No. That I, was my only thing. <laughs> I was just saying. Oh, like, he, he stopped like, by the local. There, there was like, okay, he shaving. By the but not only did he shave that beard, he dyed that beard black again. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't think there's really hair dye on the island. This no, he stopped by the local CBS. He got something. Mm. This probably isn't. And also, am I the only one that didn't understand the gold... Dice. I didn't understand the significance at first, and um, what what I read up about it is in you can see it in A New Hope is that they're hanging from the Millennium Falcon, and that's supposed to, oh, they're just yeah. not they're not made super significant, but uh, it's I just like I just guess I it's a little easy. It's like, a little easy. My whole egg. thing was like maybe they were the old ones. I really don't watch them enough to really know. Yeah, no, yeah. it was it was something. There were actual like dice that were painted gold, okay. and and for this movie they changed it, put like more Star Wars symbols and stuff on oh, it, but. Okay. You can you can go back and they'll be hanging from the Millennium Falcon. Okay. But yeah, that, that that scene <clears throat> I thought really just nailed home how badass mm -hmm. Luke is. Like yeah. he he he. I mean, he's a Jedi Master now. He you know. But that's not how the Force works, right? <laughs> <laughs> we don't I know. Say. That's all. I yeah. I mean, you didn't get like this super you know choreographed lightsaber fight, but like Luke is. Yeah, it, was, it was better than a lot of them. No, 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 no. I mean, it it was good. I'm just saying it's not like. It wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. But I still got the payoff. 
Oh yeah. I think the best lightsaber fight in the movie was um, just between Rey and Kylo after they killed Snoke, and then you had the Knights of Ren. All of them. I think that was the best fight. Were they the Knights of Ren? I don't know. If they Where did. I don't know. We don't are they know not the Knights of Ren? No, no we don't. They're just oh, okay. technically Imperial Guards. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The only I mean, there were no mention of the Knights of Ren in this movie at uh-huh. all. Um, the only thing we've seen of them is in that flashback in Force Awakens. Yeah, we've seen them that one time. That's it. Yeah. So I mean, they'll they'll come back <coughs> in Episode Nine. You know. But I mean, I loved I loved that overall scene. Yeah. That no, that fight scene was. Would you put Luke? Luke Kylo or the the Imperial Guard fight scene? Which one would you say? Oh, that? Luke Kylo, definitely. Oh, yeah, really? oh really? I was yeah. Imperial Guards. I really? Yeah, that, that, I just that. like the different weapons. I enjoy the like really cool. Mm-hmm. You got to see almost like a lightsaber whip at points, yeah. or like nunchucks. Well, and, well, now like, it was the sword that loosens up into the chain whip kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, fight scene, yeah, that was better. But I mean, just overall scene in the movie, I liked the Luke and Kylo emotional one. impact of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I, I agree. Um, <coughs> I don't know which one I would put above that. That I would say my jaw was on the floor more in the Imperial Guard fight scene, just just because you got to see some like things you've always wanted to see a lightsaber do that you never actually actually seen on camera. Just like actually up, turn it on and then it goes through somebody. Mm-hmm. Like you got to see that a couple times, which I thought was really neat. Yeah, like how Kylo had one of the Imperial Guards had Kylo and he just like took his lightsaber and, just, and then just right through the guy's head. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that was, like, that was, that was pretty, pretty crazy. And I like the manipulation also in that Imperial scene where, like, he's like, I'm reading his mind, so he's like, that whole setup of, like, bringing both lightsabers and he's about to turn it on. Like, yeah. That was a cool way of doing it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, Last Jedi, it was good. I enjoyed it. It was a good film. I thoroughly enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And Absolutely. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I won't go see it again, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say that I won't go see it I'll just again. see it and look for eggs and see if there's something hidden mm-hmm. or I might have overlooked. I'll yeah. go online if I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, what Dollar movie. That's a dollar movie second viewing. I'd do that. Sure. I think an IMAX. <laughs> an IMAX? I'm not I'm going to go an IMAX this really? weekend. See, yeah. For me, to, like, to go see a movie in IMAX has got to be something special. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got to be something that's, like, really cool. Like, the like, last movie I think I saw on IMAX a second time was Tron. Tron uh, okay. Yeah. The, okay. Last, the last IMAX for me was The Equalizer. Oh, okay. So. Mm-hmm. I would watch the Planet Earth documentary with Morgan Freeman narrating it. Uh-huh. I'd watch that in IMAX. Oh. I'm still waiting for the one with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's a totally other one. Um, <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Well, let's, uh, let's uh, take a transition and then wrap it up. All right. All right, everybody, this week's Local Catch is brought to you by Twin Criminal, a local band from good old Atlanta, Georgia. They're a three-piece rock and roll band, and they just got done recording a new album. Yeah. You can go hear them play at Star Bar on Thursday, January 25th. The song we're going to play you, however, is not from that album. (laughs) They still play it live. So this is Vandals by Twin Criminal.
All right, guys. Well, that has been Catch All Podcast. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed our longer than usual episode about <laughs> the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yes, I thoroughly enjoyed recording this episode. Yeah, I thought it was a episode. great conversation. It was very fun. Um. Okay. Well, you guys can find us at Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, mm-hmm. just about any other social media site you can think about. Mm-hmm. And um, like Parker said earlier, you can find us on Patreon. Hey. We have some tiers if you mm-hmm. want to donate some money. Throw us a dollar once a month. Easy peasy. Yes. And uh, yeah, is there anything else I'm missing? Um, no, I just want to give a big thanks to Brandon Holmes, Brandon Votaw, and my lovely fiance Emily for coming on the show and giving us their opinions on Star Wars. <laughs> and, and, and we've lost Matthew. He's dead. Matthew yeah. has died. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he gave us a little bit more entertainment tonight for about the first ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's gone. <laughs> May he rest in peace. I think he's dead. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. Next, next week. No, we're... we're remember, we're doing one next week. Oh, yeah, we're doubling up. Never mind, because holidays. Next week. <laughs> the holidays. You're right, you're right. I don't I'm know not always wrong. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Good night.